What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Blue Collar Shock. We are back with our regular programmed uh, program. <laughs> uh, Fabian is back in the house. Yo, yo, yo! What's up, baby bitch in the house? Mm-hmm. And then Jake's joining us again. Hi. And then uh, here on the couch, probably being a little quiet as Dal. What's up, y'all? <laughs> and so we're back. Uh, we're gonna get into a few things. Some pretty heavy stuff uh, this time. Um, but before we do all that, as we always do, we're going to jump back into the spirit of the week. We are going to be redoing the vodka since last month was a shit show for us and we had a lot of stuff going on. A lot of shit. So we're going to be jumping in the vodka. We probably won't go back to the ones we've already previewed. So we might. I don't know. Well, if we don't, then we'll just have, you know, new vodkas to try. Yep. So, so introduce us to this next one that we're doing, baby. All right. So this week we have... It's frosted over. So. It's frosted over, guys. It's a good thing. Um, we have Angel Fire Vodka. It is five times distilled in handcrafted in small batches. Um, there's really no other... Dis- oh, actually, there is a... Dis- oh, my God. <laughs> I like the bottle because it has, like, angel wings. In the yeah, that's pretty cool. I feel like... That's something you would get tattooed on your back, and the angel wings would go down like in your tramp stamp area. It'd look real sexy. Uh, so, tell Brie. No, I'm in on you. Um, I would do it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, from the. You want to shut the fuck up? Okay. So. From the blazing fires of our small batch distillery comes a vodka inspired by the angels. It's formed from the holy union of sparkling water, righteous grains, then blessed by the hands of our master distiller. Experience a drink of heavenly smoothness. And if you want more information on this particular vodka, go to www.angelfire.com. Message and data rates may apply. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's do this. All right. All right, so who's all taking a shot with this? Oh, fuck it. Yeah, sure. All right, all right. Everybody's getting a shot. Like, Everybody's, Everybody's getting a shot. We're drinking out regular shot glasses this time, guys, because I kind of realize vodka is more of a shooter. It is definitely more of it's a It's a shooter slash, uh, like, mixed, mixed, mixed drinks. Yeah. yeah. It's not, it's not a sipper. I'm going to try to incorporate that more with our drinkware. Uh, if it's the shooter, we're doing shot glasses. If it's a sipper, we'll bring out the crystal glasses. Oh, I want to send up for this one. I hate <laughs> and Fabian was quite heavy with these pours. I so. know. The heaviest. This heavy. is a shot. Are you getting doing shots? Uh, I'm gonna be sloppy down here. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we love sloppy down. Hey, cheers, cheers brothers. Yes. <laughs> that's pretty smooth. Yeah. So, yeah, that wasn't bad. Not bad. Oh. Alright, I am done. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. It's good, but in a lot of ways it reminds me of like some bottom shelf. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It has, it has the, uh, aftertaste. the aftertaste. That aftertaste. Yeah. 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 Uh, two max for me. Two max. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it two point five because I have had quite a bit of vodka since yeah. being with Brie. She, that's that's her fucking jam. Oh yeah, Brie likes. Her Brie herself. loves herself some vodka. So I'm subjected to tasting these vodkas with her. And 
having experienced the amount of vodkas I have, this is definitely not. Um, this is not top shelf. This is not no. even mid shelf. This is this is like that awkward section between bottom shelf and mid shelf. It's like like in the middle. It, it, it's like it's not the worst vodka I've ever had. I've yeah. had some really shitty vodkas. Yeah, but this this is this is meh. That's not bad. Yeah. Like I feel like this is something you would use more for like a uh, mixed drink. Yeah. Like, like a casual get together, but yeah, yeah, casual get together. Like you, you have a, a good amount of people, but you don't want to spare for like a really expensive vodka. But you want people to know that you're using alcohol. Yeah. So it has that aftertaste, so that way you know that you, <laughs> they know you used alcohol. They know it's vodka, but they don't know how much you spent. Yeah. The next time I can jello shots, I'll make them extra strong. Because <laughs> after Caitlin said that, like these are weak. Like what? <laughs> they were good. Oh, they were very good. But no, please, no, solid flavor, but bro. No, you're trying to fucking kill people. Acute alcohol poisoning. Well, see, here's the thing. Caitlin is a crazy, crazy person. I don't know how the other ways to say that. I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> she's, she's, she's a very strong alcoholic. She tries to be a very strong alcoholic. <laughs> What that be? Like, I, no, I thought my jello shots were actually good. They were good. Yeah, they're no, your, your jello shots are great. But see, that's the point of jello shots. They got really fucked up on, on the day of the wedding. Yeah, see, okay, so the point of jello shots is to enjoy them. They're yeah. jello. You're supposed to enjoy it, not even be like, God damn, that shit. Yeah, that's right, wrong. right. It's not, you don't want to fucking. The, yeah, that's the whole point of jello shots is to <laughs> take 10 of them and not realize you took 10 of them and right. then you stand up and then oh, you're like, what the fuck? Right. Exactly. Should I bring the lightning bitches? <laughs> oh, please don't. I'm saying, so, like, if if you think about it in the term of cars, right, the jello shots, they're supposed to be like a sleeper car. You'd never suspect that something yeah. like that is that fast, right? Then you look underneath the hood, and you race it, and you're like, what the fuck? Same thing with jello shots. You take, like, ten of them, you're like, man, this ain't shit. You stand up, you're like, oh, I feel a woozy. I feel a woozy, guys. I'm going to go home. And then, you know, next thing you know, you're waking up, you're on the couch in your boxes, you have no idea whose house it is, and, you know, there's a chihuahua sleeping next to you. you you're disturbed, but you go back to sleep because you're tired. I know, it was Chris last time we had the party. Both of you, I was like, you went, he went down first, and it was you afterwards. I was tired, fucker. I know you were tired. I'm not saying you were drunk, but... Like, you yeah, I was more tired than drunk. Yeah. So, anyways... Jake, what would you rate this vodka? Uh, not having very many, I, I'm, I'm, I like it. I'd say a four. Really? Damn. Well, okay, so, so, well, Jake it's drinks it's dark liquor. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. My, my experience with clear liquor is, is very slim. See, here's the thing: if we were to, sh- if we were to have you taste, let's say hammer and sickle compared to this, you'd be like, this is not Trash. very good. Because <laughs> hammer and sickle, that is very, very good vodka. It's, it's, it's way smoother than this. Where's that? It's, one? It's like uh, it's like drinking water, bro. Was yeah. that what you gave me, or Dang. like was that your apartment that one time? No, uh, yes, I, we gave you a couple of shots of the the hammer and sickle vodka. Yeah, it's really, really, good. really good. Yeah. You can't get it anymore though because it's a Russian product, yeah. and we no longer import Russian products. So uh, you missed the train, buddy. Sorry. Oh uh, well, there. Yeah, I'll, we'll talk about that off. <laughs> We're not recording. We're going to continue <laughs> that conversation. All right. So Jake is giving it four mags. What do you give it? You said 2.5. Oh, yeah, 2.5. say 2. What's yours? I'm going to say 2.5 because I've had shittier, way shittier fucking vodka than this. Yeah, but it's... But this is... I would consider buying this for a large party. Yeah. If I was going to make, like, a big mixed drink, like those... Yeah. Those, what are the, the punches? Punch. Like the punch trash bowl? Trash yeah, trash can punch. Trash I would use this for trash can punch. Yeah. 
like this this is good to have for guests and shit like that to it's where not, you're, you're, it's not, not you're not you're not giving the nasty shit yeah it's not rancid but it's but not top sheer yeah, yeah like top think, shelf I think this know. bottle is maybe 25 bucks that's yeah, not bad for 25 bucks 24.99 yeah something like that yeah it was not yeah. bad. I got it from Ollie's Liquor up the street. So. We used to mess, actually be our old stamping grounds. Mm-hmm. We used to live by there. We yep. used to go hit up Ollie's. Oh, yeah. We were driving by there, and I was like, you know what? <clears throat> Let's go buy a bottle. See, there, there's a bottle that Bree has been drinking on, and it's pretty good. It's a Polish. Um, it's a Polish vodka. Fucking huge bottle, though. 20 bucks, and she she loves it. Oh, shit. So we might have to give that a shot. So I've had it. It's not too bad. All right, guys. Well... Angel Fire Vodka, a little bit of a mixed review from everybody. Um, I think all of all of us, though, Jake is the most inexperienced with vodka. That's why he probably gave us such a high rating. Right. The rest of us are probably a little more accurate to how most people who casually drink vodka would. Well, and see, the thing is, it's really hard to gauge this on a meter just due to the fact that it is a shooter. And the only thing you could really... The only thing you could really rate a shooter on I feel is aftertaste and yeah. smoothness yeah, going down that's and, and aftertaste yeah so like that's great. that's really yeah. it whereas a, a whiskey or mm-hmm. a brandy or something like that something you can just put on some rocks and kind of sip on you can appreciate the flavor a little bit more as opposed to something you shoot yeah, sure. I, yeah, I have been creating some um, scotch. Yeah, just, you know, some just yeah. little, you know, little ice cubes, yeah. just pouring a little mm-hmm. bit and just... Neat, bro. Neat. Oh, you like... Mm. Neat and room temp, Room temp? Oh, oof. No. Two fingers. See, I, I, I can do neat, but not room temp. I like, I like my I, shit chill. I like, chill. Scotch. I, like, I, like, I like scotch room temp. Scotch chills for me. I gotta have my shit chilled, man. No, no, we'll, we'll get you a decanter for Christmas. So, we went to... <laughs> Specs yesterday, uh-huh. and Monica's been wanting to try that Texas, that TX whiskey. Oh, oh yeah, that's some really good. We didn't think about it, <laughs> so we went we went and bought our own little bottle. I thought it was pretty good. It's really good. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, I think I think that was one of the metal ones we had when we did whiskey. Now, see what I want to do is you know <clears throat> whenever we're able to monetize this channel and like start making big bucks. I would like to have us do an episode where we try that $150 uh, Japanese whiskey to have it specs. Oh, yeah. It's 150 bucks. bucks. It looks fucking dope. Oh, it looks amazing. I'll try it sometime. I think, I think the most expensive bottle I bought Shit. for the show was... Oh, I was say the most expensive bottle you've seen at specs, because I can tell you right now oh, it's no. the most expensive one I've seen. No, the most expensive <laughs> bottle I bought for the, sh- uh, for the show, which I'm very fucking disappointed in this bottle, it was not that good. Was that um, that really dark tequila? Oh, mm. oh that's how about yeah. I remember yeah, that really dark. How much you spent like eighty bucks? It was like eighty bucks for that yeah. bottle. I thought it was the 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 silver that you spent a lot of money on. The one that was really in that really nice case you had the, the little the little crate thing. On? Yeah, the little crate thing. I think that one was like more like forty bucks. Really? Like 30, 40 bucks. Huh? I thought you spent like a rip the, on that. The mm. one of the worst. Uh, so for everybody here I'm, I'm not sure if y'all listened to the last episode I did with Gabriel, I had Gabriel on so we did an episode, I had him try that, that pecan whiskey the pecan rum he fucking hated it me and Michelle, me, Michelle were taking shots back to back yeah I know y'all nasty asses <laughs> <laughs> oh never again I think the most expensive bottle that I've provided, and really it was more of your, your housewarming gift, but it was that Lead Slinger's whiskey. Yeah, it was like about 50 bucks, but 
That so was I, it's crazy. I, I, I'm, I'm I'm almost done with it, and I'm kind of sad because I don't want to finish it. But then I'm like, if I finish it, I have an excuse to buy another. Buy another bottle, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> their whiskey and their whiskey is just so good. Yeah. Like uh, if, I think for your money's worth, I think that is the best, arguably the best whiskey you can yeah, buy. One of the best ones. Fifty bucks. I, I, for, I, I, for, I, I, I'd compare that one right next to that Japanese one that we had. Yes. Yes. They're it, they're, almost they're neck and neck. Yes, they're so fucking good. It's just uh, <clears throat> Let's Slingers. You guys do a good job on the whiskey, not the rum. No, oh, yeah, no, your rum. rum sucks. But you know it's crazy because the same company who makes uh, Let's Slingers is a Black Rifle Coffee. Yeah, right. Yeah, which I like most of their coffee. You didn't know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, I yeah. love their coffee though. Yeah, Let's Slingers. Makes yeah, Black Rifle. The, the, the whole fucking thing was started by Matt Best. You know, so he started. He I think he initially started Let's Slingers first, and then they started making Black Rifle. Black Rifle. Coffee. Yeah. Uh, was it Evan Heaper <coughs> or something like that? He started the coffee part of it. And yeah, 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 yeah. His his partner in crime. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Matt Best basically started that, that whole fucking thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, man. I don't know. I would you, love... You, you know we love whiskey. We yeah, so we, we get to whiskey. Yeah, I love whiskey. This okay. is so good. So anyway, so moving on past the spirit of the week, uh, we're going to get into some, um, I guess you could say some really heavy, emotionally... Uh, subjects. Um, you point out shot. Oh, you're gonna mix it. Yeah. Okay. This right. is called dinosaur egg. It's dinosaur really. Egg. It's real sweet. Kind of tastes like. Um, what are those those candies that you? Um, nerds. Nerds. Yes. Yeah, tastes like the candy. He knew exactly what I was talking about. There. Yeah. <laughs> so it tastes like it tastes like nerds. So I feel like this might be okay with some some vodka. Hmm. Okay. Speaking of nerds, dude, we went to Sonic um, the other day. <laughs> <laughs> you you What's up? Do it, do it. I will no. take care of you. I will feed you. I'll make sure you're okay. I'll tell Bree that you're okay. If you do uh, like, all I need is your keys and to unload your gun. As, <laughs> as much as I would love to, Bree would probably castrate me. You probably would. <laughs> I, I but like, one time I don't go with you to the shop. Check, motherfucker. <laughs> I'll heat the knife for her. Yo, Jesus! <laughs> hey, you don't gotta worry about bleeding afterwards. I she cuts you. I poured a little too much vodka in this. What's yours? Alright, I haven't seen a Buzz Fave in a minute. It's gonna be great. Oh, I saw a Buzz Fave when we did the fucking apple pie moonshine. Mm. That shit got everybody fucked up. We got hella fucked up, but. But. It was super good. I think No, it was great until that fucking cop showed up. Buzzkill. Hey, you can't be popping oh, yeah. fireworks on the 4th of July. That's the most un-American thing I've ever heard. You shouldn't be a fucking cop. Fuck you, man. Yeah, that was pretty annoying. Yeah. Plus, a cop, I'd have been like, look, man. If anybody asks, I told you to stop popping fireworks. Okay? Now, what you do when I leave, it's not my business. But at least let me leave first. Yeah, let me leave. At least let me leave the area. Give me about two minutes to leave the area, then you do whatever the fuck you want. Happy 4th of July. That would have been my fucking message. Why? Because I love America. Nope, I bet he was in it for the paycheck. Probably fucking Lee. I, I guarantee you if there was a fucking school with kids getting shot, he'd probably be like, oh, I gotta look at my Punisher phone and then just sit here and do nothing. Wait for my commander. Get away from my commander to give me the fucking order. But yeah. Punisher. Those of y'all who've been listening for a while, you don't know exactly how we feel about all that. Yeah. Fucking Alright, anyways. So... Before we get into these uh, serious topics that I've alluded to several times already, <laughs> we're going to take a quick little break, kind of reset, and then uh, we'll jump right into it, guys. We'll be right back. Alrighty, guys, we are back once again. Previously on Dragon Ball Z. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Not super. Z. I still haven't seen the movie yet. Dude. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, so much shit going on. All right. Dude, watch watch it. It. It was like for your birthday. Alright. Well, I can't really do anything Wednesday on my birthday because Chris Rex is first football game. Oh, okay. So I'm going to go You'll have to let me know how that goes. Football game? Yeah. Because yeah. I doubt I'm going to be free by then to yeah. go. So. Are you actually off off for your birthday? No, I'm going to work. No. But he'll be gone by like 9 o'clock. <clears throat> nah, not that early. I actually got to try to stay this week. So, anyway, anyways, anyways, guys, back to what we're going to talk about. I want to get into. Uh, <clears throat> So a little backstory for you guys. Um, a couple of weeks ago, uh, almost a month ago actually, um, my granddad passed away. Uh, it was a sudden death type thing. We weren't really expecting. I, I kind of was. His health was slowly declining, but I, in my mind, I kind of gave him like another year or two. Um, he did have like pancreatic cancer, but it was like very mild. Like okay. he was taking treatment for it and shit. And right. He had high blood pressure, but he was on medication for it. So like. The last time I talked to him, he was perfectly fine. Just a normal conversation. Nothing right. like, hey, I'm about to go in a couple of days. Yeah. Thing. yeah. It was fine. Um, so that was kind of sudden for us. Um, the reason why it's more important for me because my granddad raised me. And uh, I referred to him as my granddad, you know, outside the group of everything, everybody else. But when I talked to him, I called him dad because he basically was my dad. I mean, you know, when you let us know, that's how you let us know. You let us know. You said, hey, my dad passed away. Yeah. You know, and um, that's 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 a big thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially um, me, me knowing you and, you know, the thing is, bro, like, you know, the people you choose to love, you love hard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the word family is subjective. It's it not, is, it's it not, is. it's not... Um, a matter of blood it's a matter of it's as you said before it's uh, the blood of the covenant right yeah and you know so the people that you choose to call family i know they mean really a lot to you you know because you've been through a bunch of shit you know what i'm saying i mean fuck everybody in this room has but you know i think when it comes to a lot of personal family shit you know you've probably been through a little bit more than most of us um but you know the thing is like when you told me that you know first thing i thought of you know was i thought of my dad you know i thought of my grandfather mm. And, you know, and I love both of those men and respect both of those men deeply. In my mind, you know, I know a lot of great men, you know, and, <clears throat> you know, all of you, all of you sitting in here, I consider very great men that I respect very much. But in my mind, nobody is above my father and my grandfather. You know, in my mind, those are the greatest men that have ever walked the earth because I have so much respect for them. They taught me everything I know about being a man. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, exactly. And, and I felt the same way. And I'm pretty sure I've even said it on the show before. Yeah. You know, growing up, my granddad was not pleasant. You know, Dallas and I, you know, treated that. He, he wasn't pleasant, dude. He was, he was rough. Was, rough around the edges. I would say he was not, I would call, I would use that word not pleasant. He was just, was hard. Yeah, yeah. He, was, I mean, he was old school. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's and it, it, it serves its purpose, though. I mean, yeah. when you look back as a, you know, as a youth, you don't really see that. You oh, know, no. all your you're just like, man, fuck, dude, why is this guy so fucking mean? You know, like, fuck, man, he, does he hate me? Like, did I do something wrong? But you know, as you start to come into adulthood, you start to really start to lean on on the things that you were taught, and you start to really realize that. 
the things that were being told to you were being told to you for a reason mm-hmm. you know exactly and like and I've always accommodated that like everything I've ever done in my life that's worthwhile uh, my work ethic you know everything that I try to do try to be a good person try to always push forward and yeah I know I've had some stumps and bruises here and there you know, along the way but it wasn't for friends and my, my dad telling me hey you know you can be alright and cry about it and move on and be okay you go to work you go to work and just dive yourself in work and this is what I do a lot and uh, with him being gone um, all of a sudden you know kind of you, you, you start thinking about those you know last time I talked to him on the phone it was this and this and this you know I thought back to the last time I saw him in person yeah um, and I feel terrible about it. it it was not ideal it was not ideal it wasn't like we got into a fight or nothing it was nothing really I was getting off for work he called me he says hey mijo you got some mail at the house I'm like alright cool and I'll swing by and pick it up went by they were about to leave to go pick up my cousin and I got the mail gave him like not even a full fucking hug, like a pat on the back type thing. And, all right, guys, I'll see you later. Bye. And he wanted me to stay and talk. Because a lot of times I would. I would go there and we'd just stay and talk for a couple of hours and just chat. But this time I didn't. I was like, nah, I got to go. I got stuff to do. I really didn't have anything to do. I just wanted to come home. So I would think about that a lot, especially, like, the week or so afterwards. And that shit tore me up. You know, like, damn, I wish I could go back just for 10 more fucking seconds and just, you know, give him a hug and say I love you. I didn't say none of that. I didn't do anything. Just a quick pat on the back. All right, see you later. Bye. Jump right back in the car and took off. And that 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 um, is probably my biggest regret with everything right now. Um, I just want ten more seconds. And like Michelle's asked me, uh, my birthday's coming up this week. Uh, you know what do you want? I'm like the one thing I want, I can't have. I'm like, I really don't care for any possessions right now. I really don't care for anything. Um, the only thing I want is for my dad to come back. But I know it's not going to happen. So it, it just it is what it is. Um, and to this day, I even you know went to church this morning with my grandma. And, uh, you know, she was talking, she, she moved into a new place and this and that. And she was talking about how it was kind of difficult being, it was last night was their first night in the new place. And um, I was like, yeah, mom, it's, it's going to be difficult. You know, you're used to being with dad, you know, your whole life. And then they were together fucking like 53 years. That's, 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 and, like, and I mean, like, joined at the hip for 53 years. And see, that's, that's a crazy thing to think about. Cause if you look at, like, statistically speaking, the way that relationships run today, you know, me and Bree, we've only been in a relationship for four years, and that's the longest relationship I've had as a grown adult. Dude, that last, that lasted longer than my marriage. Dude, if, I, you know, I, and 53 years, that's hard to fathom. Yeah. Dude, you imagine you know? all the relationships we were, I think Jake said the longest relationship, what, 11 years? Right. Uh, 12. 12, yeah. 12. Uh, wait, we're out of August, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. 12 years. 12 years. I, I bet if we took all the relationships Jake's been in, the time period, all the relationships Dallas has been in mine, or put them all together, it wouldn't come close. No, probably years. not Not even close to half. I'd, I would say, I, I would I would almost guess somewhere close to maybe like a third, maybe a bit over a third. Yeah. That's but a long fucking time. That's yeah. half a century. Yeah. 53 years together. And... Like, and they're not together anymore. Well, they are together, but you know, you know what I mean. And so, it's, yeah, so yeah. I was telling you know, it, it's gonna take time to adjust to a new home, to a new place of living. And I was like, yeah, I'm still trying to adjust to. It. I'm still expecting him to call me and say, hey, Mijo, you got mail at the house, or hey, Mijo, what you doing? You know, you're gonna come by. Did you buy a new gun? 
<laughs> honestly, that was one of my favorite things about buying a new gun. Is I would buy it, I would show off, you know, I'll take pictures, I'll send it to y'all, whatever. And then almost always, if I wasn't going to the range that day, I was taking it over to my dad's and showing them. Yeah. You were like, oh, man, you got to do gun? You got to do rifle? Hell yeah, I got to do rifle. You want to see it? <laughs> I brought it. He was like, I know you brought it. Where's it at? I was in the car, I'm going to get it. <laughs> and we just been forever talking about, Neil, why do you need such a big gun for it? Neil, why do you need a tin? Why do you need to shoot a bear? I'm like, because okay. I like to. I like to. <laughs> And that's something I'm going to miss. Uh, I'm really going to miss, especially with me kind of like window shopping for a new gun. I'm like, damn, I'm not going to have that joy of buying the gun and everything. Yeah, I'll still enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. I'm still going to enjoy buying a new gun, holding it, and like, it's my heart. The precious. <laughs> um, but I'm not. The hair. Yeah. But like Smeagol. Yeah, exactly. But I'm not going to have that, that opportunity no more to take it to his house and see his face light up when I bring him a new gun. Right. Yeah, you know, it's 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 crazy because you know your your grandfather and my grandfather act act the same way. Every time I'm over there, my grandpa's probably seen my Glock. I don't know how many times, but every time I'm over there, he's like, "Mijo, let me look at your Glock." He look mm-hmm. all loaded, and he's just like, sit there, play like a kid with it. Oh yeah, say it. like he he loves it. He yeah. loves it because my grandpa he has a revolver, and they have a little. 25 caliber Beretta. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's 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 like the weirdest little fucking gun. It breaks down. The barrel actually breaks down really? almost like a fucking. Yeah, it breaks down from the front. It almost looks like a fucking um, like an over under. But it's just it's like a single. Like you can stick a fucking bullet in the barrel and just close it down like that. And shoot if you need to. It has a magazine, but it's the most interesting little gun I've ever seen. But you know, my grandpa, yeah. my grandfather, he's been around guns his entire life. You know, he's from Mexico. And, you know, the shit, they used to have all kinds of shit, you know, whenever they were, you know, they had fucking revolvers, all kinds of different rifles, and then when my thieves were growing up, they had fucking AKs, Uzis, sawed-off shotguns, they had all kinds of shit, yeah. but I mean, that was, they were gangbanging back in the day, you know what I'm saying, they were, they were some yeah, fucking, yeah, 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 you know, so my grandpa's always, always loved guns, you know what I'm saying, shit, I mean, there's videos of him, you know, pretending to knife fight his, uh, his fucking brother in Mexico with, like, a machete and shit like that, you know, yeah, so, you know, I, I understand, and I can definitely yeah. under you know really? feel that yeah. sentiment. You know, yeah. you know that the feeling of being able to show the person that you know you look up to and you admire, you know, and and have that same common interest, and just be like, man, fuck, dude, I'm so fucking glad that yeah. you love the same thing I love, and it makes me feel good on yeah. the inside. You yeah. know, and and feeling good on the inside is not something I feel very often. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. For the most part, I, I kind of walk around perpetually hating most <laughs> of society and most of the world. So yeah, and see, like, so you know, even if I didn't buy a new gun, I would always have a gun on me. You know, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he would do the same thing. Me, you got your gun on you? Yeah, I see it. <laughs> All right, Dad, hang on. Let me let me wrap this motherfucker right, right, around right, out. Right. Here you go. And he would, he'd always, he was always so so cautious. He was like, it's not loaded, right? I'm like, Dad, you just saw me unload it. He's like, no, but still, you never know. You want to be safe. Yeah. And I was like, I know, Dad, it's not loaded. <laughs> and I have to, like, physically show him, like, uh, lock the slide open. Like, look, Dad, look down the barrel. There's nothing in there. There's nothing in the mag. You're good. He's like, all right, cool, cool. And he'd be like, fucking neighbor pissing me off. I'm pretending I'm going to shoot her. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, Dad, don't go outside with it at least. Just stay in the living room. <laughs> he'd be like, okay. But I'll, I'll shoot through the screen door. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, Dad. I was like, okay, all right, just just make sure they can't see you. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, it was, it was I remember uh, one year for 4th of July, we were popping fireworks at, at the house, at, at his house. And 
middle fucking love it. You don't give a fuck. This is like uh, the first, the the very first Fourth of July during the pandemic when everybody said fuck it, we're popping fireworks anyway. Pop fireworks in the backyard. The whole family's fucking there, and he looks at me. He's like, "Mijo, you got one of your guns on you?" I was like, "Yeah, why?" He's like, "Let me shoot off a couple rounds." <laughs> Not in the city limits, fucker. And I was like, "I got a twenty-two in the car. You can shoot the dirt." And he was like, "I guess, okay." So I went and grabbed the twenty-two. Oh, damn, we can't do it in the front yard because it might ricochet and hit somebody's house or hit somebody. Let's go in the backyard. He's like, "All right." And I told him to aim at the dirt. Hell no, the motherfucker saw a bird. He loves shooting birds. He popped off four rounds so fast that that bird missed every one. I'm like, God damn it, Dad! He's like, What? I just hit it. I'm like, Yeah, but those bullets gonna come down. It's gonna hit something. Fuck it, like it never happened. Let's go back to the front yard. It's crazy because my grandpa does the same thing, but he likes to do that on the New Year's New Year's Eve. Oh, and then he loves to go in the backyard. My grandma's like, I have to hide the gun because if not, he's gonna grab it and go and shoot fucking like six rounds off in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, that was one of my favorite memories with him recently. He loved doing that. Um, anything really, like uh, like when I bought my bow, uh, he was the one who bought the little blue target I have in my backyard. Yeah, and he had it at his house. And he's like, bring it over to me. We'll shoot in the backyard. We'll shoot in the backyard. All right, fine. We'll shoot. He ended up getting this like. It's a really, really youth bow. It's not compound bow, no, no, no just, just a simple bow. Not like a recurve or uh, just yeah, like, kind of like a recurve bow, but it was like plastic. Oh, it, it, okay. It, it, it was probably like maybe ten pound drawstring. Oh shit, goddamn! It was, was it was so light. <laughs> Breaking in half. It was so light. Uh, he's like, I got a bow too. I got a bow too. All right, cool. So we go in the backyard. We try to shoot. And his arrows. He's having to like aim super high to like lob the arrows into the little target. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Dad, that thing is so weak. Like, but I got it at a garage sale. <laughs> okay, Dad. How much did I pay for it? I don't know. Five cents. Fifteen. Jesus. <laughs> I was like, All right, Dad. I got the arrow suit that came with it for free. You know, like, uh, they're trying to get rid of junk and that. Hell yeah. So that, that, that was a pretty fun, pleasant memory I had with him when we were just shooting shit. It was fun. Um, another pleasant memory was uh, last time me and him went to the range. Uh, I didn't have as many guns as I do now, but we yeah. had quite, quite a few. went to, uh, I think I told you the story whenever the range officer got mad at me for having my upper and my lower split. Yes, oh my god. He was with me uh, for that one, and then he was like... Uh, Come to find out, I didn't know this shit until after he had passed. I was talking to my uncle. My uncle and him were trying to go to the range, but they never did. And so that he didn't want to go to the range with me no more because I argued with the range officers. <laughs> hey, but I mean, the thing is, there was no good reason to. Yeah, there was no reason. There was no fucking reason yeah. for that. You know, the thing is, you know, being a Marine, I'll tell you fucking right now. Having the fucking having brought broken down shotgun style, then fucking round it, dude. It's not round's not gonna go off. Yeah. Because guess what? The trigger fucking mechanism firing group cannot fucking engage with the bolt to fucking send that firing pin to fucking strike the primer within the fucking round. So for the range safety officer who wanted to argue with Nathan, Nathan, suck my fucking cock and debate me anytime, you fucking bitch. <laughs> tell us how you really feel. <laughs> they can't. I love that booze. <laughs> yeah, not enough booze yet. We're only halfway through this fucking twelve pack, so I will get there. <laughs> um, but no, like I have, I have a lot of pleasant memories with him. Um, when I was young, when I was a kid, growing up, and I think not so much. Um, he was very OCD, very strict, uh, very much. Um, 
things had to be his way. Unless, and if they weren't his way, he'd be pissed. Dallas couldn't contribute to that. Yeah, he was very OCD. He was very tidy. Yes, very, very, very tidy. Spotless, man. Fucking spotless, like. So much so, it like engraved in all of us that the day he passed away, like he was at the hospital. We hadn't even made it to the hospital yet, but so many people coming in and out of the house that me and one of my cousins started sweeping up because we're like, man, if dad comes back, because we didn't know his condition yet. Like if dad comes back in this house, it's a mess. He'd be fucking pissed. <laughs> and we were worried about making him mad because the house was dirty. Because people were walking in and out. We started sweeping up and cleaning. <laughs> And then everybody started laughing, like, yeah, yeah, you know, you better sweep up, you know, because if dad comes back, he'd be fucking pissed. And you know, that was before we made it to the hospital and knew what happened. Thank you, sir. And um sure. But yeah, so growing up, yeah, he was he was kinda kinda difficult. Um but in a, a but in a good way. Endearing. He was endearing. Yeah. That was endearing. In in Thanks, a good sir. way. He uh we we come to realize that he had a very big issue with communication. Very big issue with uh, not knowing how to communicate what he felt and how he wanted things to be done. So his his default was anger. I think that's a very I think and I think we've maybe discussed this before on the podcast, but I think that's a very common thing, especially with old school Chicanos. Yeah, you know, not not Mexican Americans, not Latins, Chicanos. Mm-hmm. You yep. know what I'm saying? Is when I say Chicano, if if you know you know if you know you know. You know, and the thing is, that's that's a very common thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it, it tends to get passed down from generation to generation. They don't know how to communicate. The women do not know how to teach their sons how to communicate. So that son, all you know, is just what my dad teaches me, so you don't know how to communicate. And now I'll say, you know, as a, as a man, you've definitely progressed from that. Yeah. Because... There was a point in time you used to be written, oh, he's a fuckload better than he used to be. <laughs> this motherfucker that I talked to maybe, you know, fucking a couple of weeks ago about everything that happened, if you if we go back 10 years, he wouldn't have communicated that to us. He would have never fucking told us that. You would tell me. Mm. Okay, so I think, I think you're more thinking about the night Michelle had to call you I don't think I told you about this. Oh, okay. shit. <laughs> I told you a little bit about this. Um, about the barbecue, right? About the barbecue. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I know most of that about all of it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, I was trying to console, you know, my grandmother who's fucking heartbroken. My cousin who was living, who grew up with him, you know, my, my little cousin. Um, grew up with him. She's 21 now. Uh, anyways, um, she was... She took it super hard. Yeah. Super fucking hard. And, you know, dealing with, you know, family coming in and then having to make arrangements and all this other stuff. So I, aside from what I talked to y'all about before that night, I hadn't really opened up to anybody. I just kind of bottled it up. Um, I remember going to the hospital and seeing him on that, on that bed and everything. And um, there, there was a lot of issues with that. Um, it was the same room that um, a previous very, very dear friend of mine had passed away from. It was the same room. And uh, it was a lot of flashbacks. It was, it was really difficult. You actually did talk to us about that that night. Yeah, yeah, that that night, yeah. Yeah, I think I did. And then um, it was difficult, man. It was it was super difficult. Uh, I held back a lot. Um, Michelle was really, really worried about me. And, you know, I appreciate her sticking by me. 
and it came out in the night because my granddad always wanted the family to get together for barbecues and there was always some reason somebody couldn't make it or whatever but with everybody in town and this and that we decided all right we'll have one last barbecue at this house for you so we did and grand yeah so at the time it's been almost a week since he had passed i was still holding everything in but we were singing drinking drinking for me i wasn't drinking more than i normally do like for the podcast i wasn't drinking more than normal. i was drinking quite a bit but i drink way worse here um Wait, which podcast? Because the we got we, there's, you're, you're okay, every, the every, July it, podcast. Okay. Is that, I think that's the most we've ever drinking, and we were pretty fucking turned, at least from what Bree tells me. I feel like we were okay. We drove to, like, several different places, and we got back safe, and we were still good. Yeah, about that same amount. Okay. So, that's... I was feeling really good. Yeah, you're not, not drunk, but, but you were good. good, yeah. yeah. I was probably, like, a six, seven-ish area. And so we're drinking, we've got karaoke going, we're singing, we're having a good time, we're barbecuing. And a song got put on for a cousin of mine who had passed away a long time ago. Like he was super young, was super tragic, uh, that's a story for another time. Um, this, uh, one of them, uh, one of my cousins got super mad, became a whole thing, and I blew up. My emotions got the better of me. I got super fucking angry. Um, I went from being happy and calm and just laughing to every emotion I had went to straight blood red rage. And uh, it was terrible. It was a terrible night. I threw out my voice in a matter of like maybe five minutes. Uh, blessed some blood vessels. That's how fucking like angry I was. And uh, it, it was bad. It was a bad night. Um, Michelle called Dallas because she was worried that I was going to do something stupid. Um, my dog got taken away from me. Uh, a lot of shit happened. A lot of bad shit happened. Yeah. Um, but it was like how they say, you know, a drunken man's words are a sober man's thoughts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everything. And, and, I, and I've owned up to it. And, you know, we've made up. I made up with family and everything. But everything I said, I, I did mean. And yeah. Even sober. I meant, I told him, like, you know, I meant everything I said last night. Yeah. Like, I was not drunk to where I blacked out and didn't know what I said. Right. I knew what I said, and I meant what I said. Right. And aside from a few members of my family, most of them I don't like. I It's kind of the reason why I'm so adamant about the blood of the covenants better than the water of the womb. Yeah, exactly. Um, but some of my family is fucking terrible. They fucking suck. The, the word family, the, the, the whole concept of that, especially with the Mexican culture, doesn't make someone good. You know, and I can definitely speak from experience when it yeah. comes to that. So, that night was terrible. I'm not going to get more into that because it's kind of embarrassing. Yeah, there's nothing wrong. Look, here's the thing, man. You know. Well, I'll get into it with y'all, but I won't share that with the public. Look, I'll, <laughs> share, I'll, share, I'll share my shit with the public. I had an incident just like that with my mother when I came back from the Marine Corps. Um, this was the first. Fuck, I think it was Labor Day, actually. Or my. Yeah, no, I think it was Labor Day. I think it was Labor Day. It might have been Memorial Day. It was one of the two. And my uncle, you know, he wanted to have the whole family over for a barbecue. And he was really harping on, you know, like, we're, we're all family, you know. Yeah. And we all need to come together as family, right? And um, I remember my, they had my mom show up. And I told them, I was like, you know, I told them when they were throwing the barbecue, please, for the love of Christ, do not invite her. Please. And they did it anyways. 
Mm-hmm. My mom showed up with her boyfriend. And, you know, for any of you who know me personally, you know, my mom at a fucking good point in my life was very abusive. She was a fucking drug addict, a drunk, and did a lot of bad shit to me and my sisters. And, you know, that we were drinking this stuff, and this stuff I want you to try. Um, this is Peruvian drink. It's called, oh, yeah. It's called Bisco. It's really good. The bottle's really pretty, too. But we were drinking this stuff called Pisco. So we were drinking Pisco, and we're all fucking, you know, just being all with each other and stuff. And my mom, you know, my uncle called us out. He's like, oh, you need to make up, you know, you need to make up with your mom. You know, it's your mom. Yeah. And everything, everything at once came flooding back from when I was a kid. All the things she'd done to me and my sisters, it came flooding back. And I started crying. I started crying, grabbed my aunt. My aunt was telling me, like, it's okay, Miko, you're okay. It's okay, you know, it's, it's like it's in the past. And my uncle had the bright idea to tell her, you know, hey, you need to grab your son. When she did that, it set me off. It set me off. I, I fucking flung back. I fucking threw shit. And I told her, I said, bitch, don't you ever fucking touch me. Don't you ever fucking touch me ever the fuck again. I said, I hope you end up fucking dead in a fucking trash can because that's where you fucking deserve to be, dead in a fucking dumpster so that no one can identify your fucking body because you're fucking trash. And she started crying, and then her boyfriend got all fucking, now you should talk to your mom. I said, man, fuck you, motherfucker. I said, you're the fucking reason she got hooked on fucking drugs, so you can suck my fucking dick, you motherfucker. So then he started, we were, we were about to start fucking fighting. Yeah. Of course, everybody's trying to stop, except for my grandpa, of course. My grandpa's like, ah, fuck it, let him fight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's like, let him fucking fight. And, um... The only person who, who could stop me that night was uh, was my great-grandmother. You know, she came to me and she started she started rubbing me down on my shoulder. She's like, it's okay, mijo, it's okay. And I just, I held my great-grandmother and I just, I fucking cried. I fucking cried, man. And, um, you know, everything I, I said, I, I meant, you know, the things that my mom did to us were not okay. And those are things that I have to live with. Those are things that my sisters, I guess, have really ignored, but... You know, I'll never forget those things. Yeah. You know, especially the fact that flesh was taken from my body mm-hmm. from that woman. Yeah. So I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. You were okay in doing that. Yeah. It's okay to let that shit out. And the thing is, this 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 will bring it out. This will bring oh, it out yeah. fucking oh, quick, yeah. brother. Yeah, that, that you know, news will fucking remove that. It it, so it 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 don't just it doesn't just break down the wall. It melts that motherfucker away. It's gone. It don't even exist anymore. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's nothing to be embarrassed about. Like you yeah. know, I'm, I'm willing to share that because you well, know what? Any 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 and all of my viewers or all our listeners, viewers, goddamn, I'm on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, uh, all of the listeners. You know, the thing is, I don't have a problem sharing that. You yeah. know, what I'm saying I have no problem being transparent because, you know those are the things that I've been through and I had to make make right with that you know what I'm saying and mm-hmm. you were trying to make right with that yourself but the thing is you have to understand the catalyst for all that um, was your grandfather passing away and you know listening to a song that you know really meant a lot to your cousin you know, when he passed away it just it, it basically personified that catalyst for you to just fucking yeah break through yeah. that fucking yeah. wall Every, like a bolt. Every, everything fucking ripped and 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 I, f- I feel I feel bad for uh, uh, for Michelle first off uh, my wife she had never seen me get, she seen me get angry before you know she seen me angry plenty of times but she never seen me to 
Like that. Fucking, I mean, like, it, everything went red. Everything was fucking rage. The only thing, does it, and I wouldn't even describe it like that. The only way I describe it is for her to have seen you like that. Well, it was mm-hmm. enough for her to call me and say, hey, you need to get your ass down here now because I don't know what anything's going to do. Yeah. Okay. So it, 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 it was bad. It, it, if it had been any worse, I'm pretty sure Dal would have called me like, hey. No. No? I am very confident in my, and I could restrain you if I had to by myself. Not a matter of restraining, but talking. Oh, talking. Yeah. Because here's talking. the thing. Here's the thing. Out of all of us in here, I, I, I'd like to think that I'm probably the most versed in being able to talk people down. Even oh. though I'm a fucking, even though, even though I'm fucking brutal with the way that I talk sometimes, I like to think that I can, I can get my point across very quickly. Well, I was going to the situation on that blind stuff. I was like, all right, well. Well, no, yeah, I mean, it, fuck, anybody would have been going into that situation. If he was rageful, like, like, like he, what she was implying, or if he was drunk, then I, there's, no, there's no use arguing with a drunk person. So that thing's going to physical. I him trying to kill somebody. I, I, yeah, I could, I could hold back. Or get into a joint lock or whatever just to restrain him until he calmed down. So I could talk to him. And yeah. it's not like that. So when I got there, we just talked for a bit. It was good. Yeah. Yeah, well, also, when you got there, everybody kind of had already left. Yeah. Everybody kind of scattered pretty quickly. <laughs> They're like, don't... Yeah. Don't poke the bear. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, so we were in the backyard when it all went down. Yeah, yeah. Most of the family were in the backyard. It always happens in the backyard, bro. And <laughs> <laughs> it always happens in the backyard. And um, <laughs> when I finally got to make my way up to the front, you know, around the side of the house... I see everybody getting vehicles and like peeling out hard. Probably from fear of something happening. I mean, yeah, and then um, you know, then uh, my grandmother was there, she was talking to me. Um, my cousin was there; they were trying to calm me down. And I think it was a good thing that everybody left, because I think if they were still there, something would have been said, and it would have just kept feeding that fire. It would have uh, escalated. Yeah, it escalated it the situation. Going. It would have definitely kept going. Um, with everybody gone and me having some space to breathe, I was able to calm down. It took a while, took a good while for me to calm down. Um, but it, you know, it is what it is. Um, I made up with them um, the next day. You know, hey, you should call so and so. You should apologize. Now I don't feel like I should have apologized for anything, but I. I Honestly, I don't feel like I was in the wrong of any of it. I mean, here's the thing. I mean, that sometimes being the better man is taking the high road. Yeah. Even if you have to, ap- even if you have to apologize for things that you're not necessarily sorry about, I've had to apologize for things that I don't think I was necessarily wrong in doing or saying, you know. But sometimes being a man is just taking the higher road. You know? Yeah, and that's what I ended up doing. You know, I thought about what would Dad tell me to do, kind of thing. You know, like, you know, all right, me all last night was what happened and is what it is today's a new day yeah you just apologize make up with them it's gonna be okay that's because we're gonna go to church yeah yeah the whole family was gonna go to church and of course you know from the night before we all got into that big old fight <laughs> and uh you know made up you know said i'm sorry made some calls didn't want to yeah at all i fucking hated it but <sighs> fucking bad. and then i was like you know what i'm sorry it's fine you know didn't and, but I was honest with them at the same time, too. I was like, you know, I meant what I said last night, but I'm sorry for the way I went about it. I probably could have went about it a different way. Right, I could have worded it in a more eloquent way and maybe brought it across in a different manner, but nonetheless, what was said was meant. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, for them, everybody was understanding of it, and then you know, went to church, um, went out to eat, and then that was kind of just it. I was just it. Everybody got left alone, and then and since then, though, that I hadn't really had um, like hard emotions from that. I guess you could say, like I haven't, I didn't cry at the funeral, um, didn't cry, you know, and brought him out to the to his. Uh, his grave and all that stuff didn't cry you know i got i was sad going around i was sad i was thinking about a lot of stuff <clears throat> but i didn't cry i think a lot of it was that i dumped so much emotion that night yeah that i didn't have much left yeah because between that night and his actual funeral was maybe two three days yeah and i had I had no emotion left i had no emotion left to use at all i, I probably wouldn't describe it as not not having emotion but more of a numbness yeah I'd say more of like a, a, a not even a shock but yeah but like a like a like a you were shocked so hard from everything you were so shook by the things that passed and then releasing all that emotion it just kind of left you in a, in a numb, numb shell I guess is how I would describe it yeah that's, that's actually a better way of putting it than no emotion yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say it maybe it sound like I was like a robot no no <laughs> and I get it you know I mean you know, again, like I said, you know, one of the most important people to me passed away some time ago, you know, my great-grandmother. Yeah. And when she passed away, you know, that was a woman I had the utmost respect for. And when she passed away, you know, I was the same way, you know. When we were at her, I guess, the rosary is what it would be called. Because I had my rosary, the one that she left for me. And I don't know anything about Catholicism, you know. Yeah. But my aunt was trying to walk me through everything to say the prayers on the rosary beads. And then her sister, you know, was trying to make everything about her. And I told that, I told her, I was like, look, I said, I don't give a fuck how old you are. I said, I don't give a fuck who you are. I said, you're not going to fucking do it. You're not going to, you're not going to ruin this shit for everybody else. I said, you don't like everybody laughing, joking, and trying to remember good times. You get the fuck out of here. I said, if you don't, I'll fucking kill you myself. I was so angry. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The day that she passed away, the hospice people showed up and, um, they needed someone to carry her into the room and people kept trying to fucking help me carry her and I was, I was carrying her in there and I kept I, I, I was getting fucking mad I kept telling people I said get the get the fuck back I said you fucking touch her I'll fucking break your goddamn neck and I, I helped her get into the bed and I know exactly what I know exactly what you're feeling this is overwhelming sense of fucking anger man cause she, it's it, it's anger at the situation. It's anger at not being able to do anything about it. Do anything about it. It's a sense. Of, it's 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 anger at feeling helpless. Yeah. You know, and I'll tell you right now, dude. I have heard over a lot of losing a lot of fucking people. I've lost brothers in the Marine Corps, and that's hurt me. But I don't think anything has ever hurt me as much as losing my great grandmother because that woman was like my best fucking friend. Yeah. You know she. You wish that you could get just ten more minutes with your, you know, your 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 grandfather, and I wish more than anything in the world I could just get one more day with my great grandmother because yeah. I have this amazing woman, and I wish more than anything in the world that she was still alive to see Bree and that I could talk to her because. I didn't know she was sick, man. And it wasn't until the day that she died, or she was going to die, that 
they told me to come say my goodbyes and I just I wish I had visited more you know and um, that sense of regret it, it it doesn't go away yeah yeah I know exactly what you it, mean it, it, eats, it eats at you years later yeah, I know what you mean. Like, like even, so, even with like you know Chad, he's been gone quite a while now. You know, we've talked about him on here before. Yeah. You know, I can't count how many times I wish the night before he passed away, I would have taken up him, taken him up on his offer to go to over to him and watch Supernatural that night. Yeah. You know, I, that's the one thing I always regret doing. Like, I just. I should have just said, yeah, yeah, fuck, bro, I'll come by, you know, we'll watch Supernatural, we'll eat some fucking pizza, we'll jam out like we used to, and yeah. that's the one thing I fucking wish I could do back again with him. I wish I would have just, alright, I was going through some shit, and I wish I would have just said, yeah, fuck him, bro, uh, and I need a, I need some guy time, let's fucking watch Supernatural and chill. But, you know, I can't, I don't even remember how long it's been since he's been gone. Seven years. Seven years now? Yeah. And I, I still think about it's it. Maybe seven something. Yeah, I still think about it. I still think about that call all the time of uh, me just telling him, "Nah, bro, I'm good, man, I'm good." Just, just because I didn't want to go over and watch Supernatural. Yeah. Yeah. If I knew that was the last time I was on the phone with him, I would have said, "Yeah." Shit. I would have been like, "Fuck yeah, bro, I'm on my way right now." Was I didn't say I remember the last time I saw him. It was I just got back into town and. Um, so I'm a China star and I was like, oh, fuck, Chad, dude. Fuck, bro, it's been a minute, you know? I've been gone, you know? And um, I told him, I was like, dude, it's been a minute, dude. We need to hang out, you know? We need to just hang out sometime. And I just, I never got around to seeing him, you know? Yeah. My friend Rod, who passed away this this January, or really passed away, he passed away just before Christmas. You know, I remember he just got back from the Marine Corps and he told me, hey man, we need to hang out and drink some whiskey. You know, I, 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 I'm a salty Marine now, just like you. Let's let's see who can out drink who. And I was like, fuck yeah, bro. Like, I'll get the beer. He's like, fuck that, I only drink whiskey. And I was like, well, fuck. Bring, bring the whiskey over. Let's see, let's see who can drink who underneath the table. And, um, you know, I remember getting getting that information. A friend of mine that I was really good friends with in high school had told me that he fucking passed away and I don't know why I, I texted Bree but my first default was Morgana because she knew Rod and that shit broke my fucking heart because Rod was, was probably one of the yeah. I could have philosophical conversations with that guy just time and time again he was a good fucking Marine he was a good friend and I'm sad that I never got to see who would win that fucking drinking contest and it eats me up because in a way I feel like we get so caught up in everyday life with just just the shit we have going on you don't really think about the fact that someone could be gone tomorrow and you don't even realize it you know I was at work when that happened and that shit fucking broke me dude he was a really good friend of mine yeah like and he, I think the thing that, that hurt me the most is the fact that he, he he aspired so much to be just like me. He was like, you know, man, I, you know, what do I need to do to be a Marine? What do I need to do to do this? What do you think about going this path? And I, I, I tried to help him go down that path. I said, fuck that shit. You're going to college, dude? Fuck that. Go be an officer. 
Don't be a fucking enlistment. His stupid ass didn't listen to me in a way. But he went to be an enlistment and then he fucking turned into an officer, finished college and everything, and then, you know. Just, I think the thing that sucks is just you don't know when people are going to go, you know. Yeah, that's, that's, that's always the hardest part. And then it's, it's always, for me, for everybody I know, for people in this room, for everybody, everybody I've ever talked to about losing a loved one, they always talk about the last time that they saw that person that they lost. And, you know, we, we just talked about that. And it, 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 you know, it should make us all want to appreciate each other a lot more, especially the ones that we truly do care about. Yeah. And, yeah, you might start you might start doing it, especially after losing a loved one, you start showing a little more affection to the people you love and this and that. But it doesn't last. That's what I've always kind of realized. It doesn't last. It might go. It further. only shows up when you're drunk. Yeah. And, it, and it's like that for me because I don't really show a lot of effect. I mean, outside of Brie, obviously, you know, that's, that's <laughs> my spouse. I have, to, I have to and I do want to show her affection. But, you know, I don't really show you fuckers affection unless I get fucking drunk drunk. If I get drunk and I'm leaning on you, I'm like, man, bitch, I fucking love you, man. Yeah. Like, that. like if you were cold and freezing on the side of a mountain, I'd suck your dick just to make sure that it stayed warm <laughs> and you don't lose your penis. But you don't have to do it for me because I got hands and I can jack myself off. I would suck your dick just because I wanted to. I still say no. <laughs> you don't have a choice. It's it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be forced. I find that's us like once a month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a solitary sport, good sirs. <laughs> um, so, I, I really wish there was more, um, more of a, I think, I think it's harder for men um, to express how they feel, especially towards other men. I'm like, hey bro, I fucking appreciate you. I love that you're sticking around and, you know, like, look, me and Dal, dude, we've known each other 20 years plus. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. If you're 70, yeah, it's still a long time, but it's not that long. But we're, you're 29. I'm about to be 29. 20 years, dude, that's most of our lives. It's two-thirds of our lives at least. Yeah. We've lost track of how many years it's been because we were like, eh, it's 20 plus something. <laughs> 20 plus something. Somewhere around there. Jake, I've known you since what, sixth grade? Sixth grade, yeah. yeah. So how how many years is that? Right, that's you know. What year was that? Fuck, I don't remember. So six years is uh, so from sixth grade to twelfth grade. That's another six years. How long has it been since we graduated? How many fucking years has that been? <laughs> Ten years. So About, yeah. So sixteen, seventeen years. Yeah. Yeah, I've known you. I've known you fucking almost about the same amount of fucking time. Yeah, long that fucking, long fucking time. time. We've known each other, all of us. We've known each other a long fucking time. Yeah. So, oh that's what I'm saying. Though. And, and, and I thought about this too in the last couple of weeks. So, like, how many years has it been? Dude. It was middle school, right? Middle school. Yeah, dude. God damn. <laughs> it's like half our lives. Yeah. I thought it was kind of More than that, but I think. Like, Fuck. Me, me and Dallas are what? Uh, over 20. Over yeah. 20 years. And I'm like, that's two thirds of our lives. <laughs> if not more. If not a little bit more, you know. You know. Four fifths or some shit. If you want to get technical, listen. We don't. We don't know math. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> we don't know math. We, we can't think like that. Gotta count backwards. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Uh, goldfish. Goldfish. We've known each other. Goldfish. That's Wait, so, so for like for like me and Dallas, right? Our friendship is basically old enough to drink on its own. I sure. What? 
damn. Our friendship is old enough to drink on its own. Like if you can personify oh, yeah. our, our in friendship, years, it's, 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 it's old enough to drink <laughs> on its own. So I don't know. It's just like to me, like me and Dallas, you know, and David, you know, he's right here actually. Yeah, and David, your yeah. whole family, your whole family. I was surprised as fuck, dude. His mom came for the funeral. Yeah, and I was surprised as fuck. Her mom was there. For the, his mom was there for the viewing and all that stuff. Like. I wasn't like, what the fuck is she doing here? I felt touched. I'm like... Adam was there, too. Yeah, Adam was there, too. Like, they went out of their way. They didn't have to come by and do anything. Yeah, they knew my dad, but they didn't have to. They came by, and they wanted to show their respects and stuff like that, and I was like, I was touched by it. And then they were there for the funeral. They were there for the... Was it, like, the wake or whatever? Would you yeah. eat afterwards? They were there for that whole thing, and I, I was super touched. That's why I, I sat by them when we went and ate. Because, yeah, I had a lot of my family there, but I don't know them. Yeah. I don't know them. I know Dallas. I know know his family because I grew up with them. And then, like, so when they were sitting down, I was like, fuck, I'm going to sit with them. Yeah. I'm going to sit down with them and chat with them. And, dude, like, you know, we were talking about past, you know, I was talking with your mom about past, like, your past pets and all that Uh, stuff. I'm like, I was thinking about that. I'm like, damn, dude, like, we've had a whole lifetime together of all sorts of shit. You, you, y'all moved across town we still stayed friends y'all went to California for a summer and we didn't know if you were coming back and we still stayed friends you know I went I remember being what 14 or so I left with you to California oh yeah for like a week or two and then we came back oh yeah man you were, you were going through some shit yeah, well, you sat on the beach. You literally sat on the beach in Santa Cruz for six Dude. hours. Yeah. Okay, I I never been to California. I never seen the ocean before. I never did nothing to that. Yeah. I want I wanted to go on like the Ferris wheel and all the shit they have on that. Board. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Lost yeah. Boys, Santa yeah. Cruz. It was yeah. that exact exactly yeah. right Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'd never been there, but dude, I was something was going on with me, and when we got there, all I did was sat on that beach for fuck the whole time we were there. Basically. You know what, bro? Just watch the ocean. Just you know why? It's calming because I'm the same way. Yeah. When I was in North Carolina in the Marine Corps, um, there was a beach I used to visit. It was about uh, about 30, 30 to 45 minutes, depending on traffic, from base. It's not the nicest beach in the world, but it was a beach. beach yeah. I never get in the water. I don't do anything else. I don't even drink when I'm there. When I'm on the beach, I just sit there and I just, Dude, I just watch the ocean. Thing. I just sit there and I'll, I'll lean back like this and I'll just watch and watch and watch and watch. I can do that literally if I got there at 8 a.m. I would do that until midnight I can just sit there and watch the Dude, ocean so basically don't get us to the ocean thing. no it's, it's it's almost like it's, trance it's, it is. it's like a trance you know you just is, dude. just That's watching like it, it something about the ocean is it's just it's so fucking calming to me when I'm seeing it I'm just like it's just endless nothingness and I guess something about that just trances me in and I just yeah. watch it so you so like yeah for me the two most common things I've ever had in my life ever was on that trip the second was the beach the beach just sitting there just hearing the waves feeling the cool wind that for me was super common I know another reason the first one <laughs> shut up no 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 no
Motherfucker, do you know how many drugs I ain't taken by 15? Come on. No. Okay, so, anyway, let me get to my point, all right? We'll, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that when we're not recording and we're not here. Hey, exactly. Um, so, uh, the other thing that was super common to me that I really, I, I like, it's my dream destination to go back to the place is the Grand Canyon. Oh yeah, we did go see the Grand Canyon. We saw the Grand Canyon on the trip because we stopped by there on the dude, way. Dude, I found my scrapbook for my junior year, dude. I have to bring it by. Yeah, the Grand Canyon. Uh, Grand yeah. Canyon. That Grand Can- That trip to. We were there. What? Maybe a couple hours. Yeah. But I fucking loved it. My I my cover you know picture for, about, for my scrapbook. You got to do one for AP history. Was got to do a scrapbook for an entire year, and uh, Grand Canyon was that summer. So. Yeah. Now that was super fun. You know what? Grand Canyon was awesome. I just, I think I, in in a way, I kind of attributed to a form of meditation in Buddhism, which is zazen. Zazen is the practice of meditating nothingness, and I feel like the ocean just because the thing is when you when you meditate in zazen, you're just taking everything in around you, just yeah. the sounds, the small sounds, small things, concentrating on your breathing. And just concentrating on nothingness. Fucking pussy. And <laughs> you know it's, what? It's, it's, it's relaxing, bro. It really is. It's as as a warrior, I think that's important because it helps maintain a healthy mind. You know, and I've meditated a couple times myself because again, like I said, you know, I'm I'm trying to be on a different path at this point. I don't want to be so fucking hateful. And. I'm trying to concentrate on keeping things alive as opposed to wanting to kill things. You can't kill them anyways. No, I mean like trying to keep my fish alive and healthy, trying to keep my bonsai healthy and alive, you know, things like that. You should make a YouTube channel about that, keeping your bonsai alive. Yeah. That would be dope. Yeah. I'd have one of those treats. Yeah, I have a bonsai. Brie Brie got it for me. She was going to give it to me as an anniversary gift, but she was just there, and she was like, do you want a bonsai? I'm like, you know the answer is yes. Is there a mustache in Mexico? A rhetorical question. Yes, there is a mustache in Mexico. So, yes, I want a bonsai, and she gave me my bonsai, and I've been watering it, trying to keep it alive. It's not like <clears throat> what you would think from, like, you know, the karate kid, like that kind of bonsai. It's a different kind of bonsai. This is a bonsai that hails from China. It's an indoor bonsai. The kind that you see in uh, the Karate Kid, those are outdoor bonsai. So they have to be in, like, greenhouses or outside. Mm-hmm. So the different bonsai. But it, either way, it's the same concept. You want you need to keep it watered and stuff like that and just try to keep it alive. And, uh, you know, trying to concentrate on those things and trying to walk a different path. I've, I still want to be a warrior, but I want to be peaceful within myself. I don't want to have so much hate and war going on inside of me. That's why I'm trying, I just continuously try to reread The Book of the Five Rings by Miyamoto Musashi. I'm going to listen to that on audio. Yeah, so the thing is, the thing is when you when you read it or listen to it, either way, however it is you're consuming that product, it's something you have to reread, re-listen to, because you will find new meaning in the things that you're listening to. Maybe something that you missed, re-listening through, you're like, oh, Miss that the first time, or the second time, or the third time. So you're trying to find inner peace. Yes, 
Eventually, I want to go to the cave where Miyamoto Masashi died. I want to go and visit that place. I want to pay him respects. And I just want to be a little bit more peaceful person because I'll say that Bree has helped me come to want to be that kind of person. You, you motherfuckers know how I was before. Mm-hmm. You motherfuckers know that I've always been just a really hateful fucking person. Aggressive. Very aggressive. And I'm trying to stray away from that because eventually I do want to have a family with Bree. Eventually I want us to be able to raise a kid together and I want to be able to teach that kid to have balance. Something I never fucking had growing up. To be a good person. Because as you guys know, I've been a shitty person most of my fucking life. And I will openly fucking say that. I have been a shitty person a good majority of my life. You're an acquired taste, but I love it for you. Well, you know, <laughs> I get that a lot. Yeah, you're an acquired taste, I can't get out of my throat. <laughs> I bet you can't. <laughs> it's only two inches, but it ain't coming out. Speaking it's what we call a chode. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a light chub. You need another one? Yes. Me you know? would. Take a break. Huh? Oh, no, we're good. We still got a few more minutes on this thing. Okay, so me and Fabian talked plenty about grief and stuff like that. Um, I want to get y'all's quick impressions or, um, I guess, words on different type of grieving. Um, there's people who grieve alone, who you know, the solitary griever, who will hold everything in, be perfectly fine around everybody else, but when he's home alone in his bed, he will cry his fucking eyes out. Um, there's the one who seeks solitude and, you know, uh, loved ones, especially like wives or husbands or whatever. Um, those who will go super religious will turn to religion really hard. Um, there's all sorts of different things. Uh, where do you think you stand on your way of grieving? And if you could suggest the best way of grieving what would you suggest? Well, there's no there's no right way to grieve. Yeah, everybody and grieves in yeah, their own way. And yeah, it's, it's, it can't be quantified. It's a unique experience for everybody. Yeah. Similar but different. Uh, what I would think in a more healthy or positive light that if you want to... Well, no. The way to grieve is you have a strong support network. Like, you have people you're comfortable being vulnerable to or show vulnerability. You have a... You can rely on your family or friends or whoever. You have a <coughs> lot of them and they're all very, like... They're, 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 those, are your, those are your people. Yeah. And if you're going through some shit, those are the first ones that are out of your back. So if you have a strong support network, um, I think that just makes it a bit easier, even though it's very difficult. But what would you say is your grieving type? Oh, oh. Yeah, but say, what, what is your, what is, as opposed to what the advice you're giving? Well, I'm, a very, I'm very much a solitude. So I'm like, I'll, I'll compartmentalize it, I'll go through it on my own. I don't really open up because, like, we are talking about. I have a lot, I have some stuff to, I could unpack too, but like, I don't know if I want to bring back those feelings. So, very yeah, nice. I'm very much a solid, very solitary, a solitary griever, or solitary in general. Yeah, I just, you know, I find a way to power through it. Uh, I'll be there. I mean, like, if y'all, any of y'all needed me, I'm there in a minute, man. I'm like, I got, I'm right there. I'm on my way, but. <laughs> I no, very seldom, very seldom will actually actively seek out guidance or just, hey, man, I just want to be alone. I know? think it's it's different because when you're requesting for someone to be there, it's normally, 
it's normally not in the sense of hey it's in a matter of grief it's a matter of hey I need you to I need assistance with something else not grief you know because the thing is like if I'm going to call you two three o'clock in the morning it's not to grieve it's not to have you come over and have a beer with me it's probably going to be like hey I need you to help me bury your body or hey I need you to help me go <laughs> body some fucking people you know what I'm saying you know you called me fucking 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. Hey, I need you to be here. You still got that chain with the padlock. Because you held me, you had to hold me back, bro. I know. You, you know. Yeah. I know. And, and you know. But, and the thing is, you know, you know, but you know. Yeah. It, it don't matter what time of night. You need me, nigga. I'm there. You need me. I'm that nigga. You know why? Because I don't give a fuck, nigga. If we gonna go down, we gonna go down together, nigga. Because you my fucking boy. I got y'all. Every single one of you motherfuckers in this room. Yeah. I got you, niggas. Why? Because you my niggas, that's why. So I'm a bear, like, okay, for me, I'm, so I'm the solitary person. Uh, yeah. What are you? Um, I, the only way I can describe it is probably more of an opportunist uh, griever. Um, I won't seek out people to help me grieve or whatever. I'll try to compartmentalize it as well. But, like, in a situation like this, you know, if we get real too emotional with this stuff, if we start really drinking a lot, then yeah, I'm gonna, like, say, fuck it, fuck the filters, fuck everything. Yeah. It'll come out. Um, but you know, I, I won't. I won't seek out counsel or anything like that. When I'm going through something. It's very much. I'll, I'll fucking deal with it. I'll figure it out. And for the most part, I'm good on my own. Yeah. For the most part, I'm good on my own. There are some situations that where I'm like, I can't fucking do this no more. I can't fucking handle it. And just and usually when it gets to that point, yeah, I'd rather probably just drink by myself and just pass out and just start another day, start all over. Yeah. Um, nice. But if I but if I'm with friends, but if I'm with friends and stuff like that, and I'm drinking, um, then yeah, you know, I might you know fucking loosen up a little bit and be like, man, this I wish so I was an opportunist like you. Because yeah. like even right now, like this is a comfortable space for me. Mm-hmm. I just have a hard time like bringing bringing some shit out. Man. I I think gear walls are a little more thicker that need a little more of this juice that Fabian's pouring. How about you, Jake? Um, when I was. No, I don't even think I can I can say when I was alive. Look for it. I just I go home. I drink maybe one or two glasses, listen to some music, and enjoy the moment and try to figure it out on my own. I don't really reach out to hardly anybody. Even now, how often do any of y'all hear from me? Often. I work but it's only about it's it's not about serious shit. Like we'll just we'll talk just well, talk in general. So and then, like, like when it comes like to me for like serious stuff, you know, I'm as as wrong as this might sound, I don't reach out. I try and figure it out on my own. I will maybe every now and then hey and I ask ask for some insight for stuff, but when it when it comes to grieving, I I drink whatever booze I have, which the bottle of Jack I, I have has sat in my house for about a year and a half, and I will drink one or two, listen to some depressing music. Hey, there you go. <laughs> play a game, whoop someone's ass in a game, and then do, do that for the night, and then move on. Especially yeah. you're more of the solitary type as well. Very. Yeah. Okay, favorite one about you? Be. Um. 
even after down. being in a four-year relationship, I still tend to grieve a little because I have my moments where I've told Bree that I just need, I just need time to myself because I have some shit going on internally that I don't want to subject her to. I don't like to seek help within other people because I don't want to subject you to the things to my demons. I I have a lot of fucked up things to me and I will be more than happy to just admit that. I'm a fucked up person. That's why I like fucked up things because in those fucked up things I find comfort. And I will choose to grieve alone if if possible. You know what I'm saying? You know, I don't like to have help because I don't want to lean on other people for that help. It's not that I don't think the people in my life aren't dependable. I don't want them to go through what I'm going through. I was always taught as a man, you, you're supposed to be there for other people. It's other people are supposed to be able to lean on you and you provide that strength. Mm-hmm. But when you're going through the shit, you turn around, you shut the fucking room, you lock the door, and you grieve the way you need to grieve, whether it's drinking, crying, doing both. And then when you come out that fucking room, you leave that grief in that fucking room, you leave it in the shower, you leave it wherever the fuck you're leaving it, and you be strong. Because as a man, that's what you have to do. Yes. Especially if you're a provider, if you're a father, if you're a husband. You cannot afford to be weak in that moment. You know, the thing is, Bree has lost a couple people over the past couple years, and I fucking hate seeing Bree hurt. It makes it, it fucking hurts me, and I want to fucking cry with her, and I want to hold her, but I have to be strong for her. And I think I kind of fucking suck at that because... That blows that back down to the Marine Corps. And when I see somebody hurting, I'm just like, hey, motherfucker, fucking pull yourself up by your bootstraps and fucking get your fucking shit together. Like, it's okay. Okay? Person's gone. They're dead. Fuck it. That's it. Power They're done. Through. Fucking power through. Drink some fucking alcohol. I'm going to slap you on the ass. You go about your fucking way. So I, I have a hard time helping people, and I'm trying to be better at that. And I, I think over the years, I've... I've maybe gotten a little bit better but I don't want anybody to do that to me I don't I just want to I want to do my own thing alone and drink myself into oblivion come out the next day and I don't want to talk about it I think you're pretty good now like where you've gotten better is like even like you say I, this but like right now I think even like without these podcasts like I think it was, you, don't, you don't even need the bottle no more. You got Brie, and yeah, a little alcohol does help, but <laughs> it helps a lot. Really, the only way that I get emotional is when I drink. Yeah, but like, like say, like, or when I talk about like, okay, so I'll say the only thing that really will get to me every single time is my great grandmother. Yeah, like the first time Brie showed me that movie, it was a Disney movie, and I never thought anything about it. I thought it was Please stupid. I was like, why the fuck are we watching this? Yeah, Coco. I saw that. And even thinking about it now, it makes me think about my great grandmother. And. Alright, we gotta drink. We gotta drink. We gotta, we gotta drink. drink. We gotta drink. We gotta drink. Alright. Cheers. Even thinking about it now, 
I lost to me what I thought was one of the most pure people I've ever fucking met. And I didn't think I, I didn't think anything when I watched that movie. And Bree thought it was a joke, and then she saw I was actually crying because it reminded me of her. Because I miss that woman so much. The the way they they went about doing that movie was for that emotional attachment we all have for yeah. certain individuals in our lives. Oh yeah. That that's why I me myself think that movie did so well because it 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 can relate to any and everybody. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> this is kind of where I feel. Um, that is not good. I know. I'm, I, I know. I, I know. I hype on this. Harp on this a lot. Um, of the whole covenant thing. Um, was if I would say if I was in the same room, same situation, same everything, right? And I was drinking, and I had my family in here with me. Yeah, I would not feel emotional. I would just. It is what it is, y'all. Motherfuckers can't drink, whatever. We're talking, blah, blah, having a show. But with you guys, I'm sure there's going to be a time in this episode where I'm going to get teary Yeah. You know, there's a couple times where I kind of felt like I was about to start. And I was like, no, 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 no. Let's push that down. I'm not drinking enough yet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not there. I'm not, I'm not at that point. But, you know, and, you know, thinking about it, you know, um, it's the fact that I feel more comfortable with you guys, my covenant, than I do with flesh of my own flesh you know right. of my own blood I feel like if I break down right here and start crying and saying the only thing I fucking want right now is for my dad to call me is y'all would be like alright you know we, we understand that and y'all would have a beer with me we would take a shot again like we just did right but if I did that in front of my family they'd be like um well I guess you're throwing yourself a pity party this time motherfucker no well I kind of get I get you coming from like, yeah. with my own family like uh, it's hard for me. Oh, I don't ever open up to them, but they want that for me. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Motherfucker, you barely open up to us. <laughs> yeah. See, uh, yeah. And, and opening up to and, us. And to be honest with you, we got to drug you. To be honest with you, I mean, it takes a lot for, I think, any of us to open up to each other. But even then, you know, it, it, I wouldn't even say a lot. Just, you know, once we start drinking, we get to that point. Because you know what? That's the way we were taught. You know, the first breakup I ever had where I, I, I really hurt. My mom was like, hey, how do you want to deal with this? I said, I want you to go get me a 30-pack, and I want to sit in this room and drink alone. So what did she do? She went and got me a 30-pack, and I drank in my room alone. I only finished half the 30-pack before I went throwing up on myself and passing out on the floor. But Fucking uh, amateur. That's, <laughs> I mean, I was fucking 15, goddammit. <laughs> I was doing more drugs than I was drinking, so I'm as lightweight. Nathan and David, they, they, uh, they introduced me to my alcoholism at 17, but... Yeah. Shit, man. So, okay, wait, wait, wait. We only personified that shit in the fucking back of China Star. Okay, so, so, yay! They were fantastic times. Okay, I'm so, not gonna lie. So before we go to break, after hell I, yeah, bro! I keep, like Dallas feed. Uh, like, okay, man. Yeah. Okay, so before we go to break, guys, I want to do a little <laughs> quick story of uh, me and David introducing Dallas to the world of drinking. Me and David drank quite a bit. Um, Dallas was a little emotional and. This is back in MySpace days. Oh, oh Jesus fucking Christ. Playing some <laughs> sad-ass music. Like. You mean on the playlist when you had that anime background yeah. on your own shit? Yeah. 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 I was 
yeah. cool shit, man. They were yeah. fucking cool. So <laughs> So Dallas was a little emotional, but he was like, remember, like I don't know what the fuck was going on. I think it was something to do with uh, with his first girlfriend and shit. Morgana was my first girlfriend. I know it was. Your first girl. I'm not trying to spill your shit out everywhere. Right? <laughs> okay, so me and David are drinking, and we're like, we had a bunch of shot glasses, a bunch of random shot glasses from right. his family, and we're just drinking whatever. We're having drinking McCormick's vodka. Yeah, McCormick's vodka. <laughs> hey man, we were. Fucking <laughs> you saw the memory of it going down his throat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking gagging, just thinking. <laughs> so. <laughs> Me and do that later. So I remember, I remember this exactly what happened. Right? I remember how it started. I don't remember how it ended. I remember we had eleven shot glasses. Oh, and me and they were just having fun, just drinking whatever bullshit. And David's all Dallas was all emotional. So we lined up all eleven in a long ass train and filled all of them up. Oh, said, all right, now you're drinking with us since you're all emotional, crank little bitch. Fucking take all this shit and be a man. He sure did. He took all fucking eleven of them, <laughs> like a beast too. He didn't fucking phase it or nothing. He was like, "Okay, what what now?" And I was like, "Just give it a minute. You'll see. <laughs> You'll see. Don't worry." And then after that, it was a long road of alcoholism. <laughs> uh, you know what, man? But we all evolved. You know what? Hey, we're still on this road of alcoholism, and it's okay. <laughs> Look, we're moderate alcoholics now. Moderate. I only drink when I'm with y'all. <laughs> Look. The simple fact of the matter is, is we're gonna die anyway, so fuck it. Might as well have a beer along the way, right? Yeah, fuck it. It's not gonna get. It's not gonna get me any any closer to hell any faster. I mean, fuck. I mean, I'll get there when I get there. I might as well enjoy a beer along the way. Nice well, to have fun. Well, with that being said, guys, we're gonna take one last quick break and we'll be right back. All right, guys. Uh, okay, so y'all may or may not know. Uh, anyways, guys, welcome back to the episode. Uh, y'all may or may not know about uh, the whole thing that went down with Thomas Jefferson's house. No. What did I know about that? Okay, his house. So they basically turned his house into a museum, right? Like a long, long time ago. They've been yeah, people come and go. And it was just a straight facts. You know, like, right, hey, yeah. this is the person. This is what he did. This is his contributions to history. All the good and bad of it, right? They, the people who ran it basically got uh, funded by this fucking company, billionaire, whatever, and they turned that shit super fucking woke. They turned it as this guy was an advocate for slavery, he was an advocate for this, all the dark shit. I'm like, Thomas Jefferson technically wasn't an advocate for slavery. He tried to abolish it, but he had to make a compromise with everybody else to get the declaration. Dude, he had more kids by his slaves than any other. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He had probably about 20 slaves pregnant at one time with his kids. Yeah. I'm like, so. uh, You know, most of the time that wasn't consensual, buddy. Oh. Well, that's not gangster. (laughs) Because when you're slave, you don't have much choice but to say yes. Yeah. So, not to say that he was a saint or anything, but he did contribute a lot to the history of... Well, here's the thing I think people need to understand is when it comes to history, like, when it comes to the founding of a country, it's never just fucking good shit, okay? There's there's good and bad. Well, there's people, lots of bad. There's a lot, yeah, there's a lot. There's more than likely, there's lots and lots. There's more bad than there is good. Most of it's been white. But no great empire in the world was ever fucking built without some type of bloodshed and atrocities against mankind. Yeah. That's just... How that's just how mankind works. It's just, I'm sorry. That's it's, just, it's always that's how worked. Christianity it's, became a thing. Yeah, it's it's always worked that way, and it will continue to work that way. You know. Oof. So what it is. So here's my thing, though. His house was basically turned super woke. Like it was none of the good of what he did in his life. You know, like 
helping with the, the declaration, all all the shit he all of his inventions. Oh yeah, all, you know, everything he did that was good. Right. They basically <laughs> took that all down and turned it super woke, right? Hmm. And I was like, all right, you know, whatever. That's fucking sucks. That's some bullshit. But I, I considered it as like a one off. Mm. Now, uh, do y'all know anything about James Madison? James Madison served two terms as yeah, president. Yeah, yeah, he served two terms as president. Shit about him. He helps. He helped write the Bill of Rights. He helped write uh, the Federalist Papers. Basically, the instructions for the Constitution. He wrote a lot of shit that helped the. Country. Right, he was a big founding member of this country. Yeah, same thing happened with him. They the people who ran it got a thirty million dollar, basically kind of like a scholarship, to take everything good down, and now promote that he was an advocate for um, slave trade for an advocate for uh, like all sorts of fucking atrocities and shit hmm. and I'm like okay now there's two there's two fucking founding fathers that you're basically trying to erase history and put in your own things yeah I'm not saying that the, either of these people were fucking 100% saints they weren't saints no but they did commit atrocities but they also committed great fucking things in history okay I give you a little example. There was a person who, in history, who created fantastic fucking works of art, sold sold for millions of dollars. Uh, if you could ever find this person's collections, you would be like a super esteemed. He helped raise the country out of like World War One. You know, help rebuild the whole economy and everything. Yeah. You think that'd be a good person, right? Same person, Adolf Hitler. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 no, I'm not trying to say Thomas Jefferson or James Madison's compared to comparable. Yeah, right. yeah, but I'm trying to say is, yeah, he did commit some good things, but he committed a whole ton of bad There's things. There's a lot of people who studied him, and part of the reason why he was so crazy is because he had a That's genetic deformity um, where he had a micro pain. That's why he had no kids. Yeah. You know, I think people fail to realize... I think people fail to realize that, you know, or acknowledge the, the duality of, men, of mankind itself. You know, it exists. No one person in the world, no fucking one person. This includes Mother Teresa or any other fucking saint they said that exists out there. The duality of man exists. Everyone is capable of great evil and everyone's capable of great good. It's, it's understanding that certain people give in to... Certain people give in to uh, that great good or that great evil. Not everybody's fucking balanced, and the thing is, again, you can't build. <clears throat> you can't build on just peace and peace alone. <laughs> Sorry, guys, we're taking the photo off. Right? You're fine. <laughs> Look at it. Whip it I was out. all in my phone. I said, what? Whip it out. But you know, I, I think that's that's a big problem with. Generation now is it's just everything to them. It's it's either black and white, either you're good or you're bad, and life is so much more complicated than that. Mankind is so much more complicated. Than oh. that. It can't just be boiled down to either you're good or you're bad. Well, like like okay, uh, so take that saying. You know, I'd rather be a warrior in a garden versus you know a gardener in a war. Yeah. I'd rather be capable of committing fucking atrocities and horrible fucking things, but be at peace with myself. And not have to worry about committing those atrocities unless I have to. You can't create peace without war. You can't. 
What you got, Jake? You feel like you got something to say? About I, I did. I, I don't remember the, the quote, but I remember the movie it was from. You, you Have y'all watched The Last Samurai? Yes. Yeah. So, you know that scene where he was he's talking to him and he goes, my sister tells me you have great nightmares, you know, of, of the things you did, you know, and he's like, and he goes, yeah, you know, you would you would too if you had seen the things I've done. He goes, I've, I've done horrible things, but I'm at peace with myself. That that's the that's a great mindset. Like you said, be able to gardener and a samurai in a garden. Well like like be capable to, to commit Yeah commit well, to doing anything. Well like take all of us, like I, I'm not gonna need to. I'm not gonna say I'm any great person by any standards. For me personally, I've done some horrible fucking things. Jake, you've witnessed some of the horrible fucking things I've done. It's about my drunken super oh. back in the day. Well, no, you got to remember my mind coming and goes. Yes. He was okay. probably also drunk, too. <laughs> I was not. Yeah, yeah, you did. So, you know, I, I've committed horrible fucking things. We've all in here committed horrible fucking things to varying degrees. You know, but do I regret my past? No, not really. Because I've learned from it. I've learned how to handle myself. Yeah, guys, to all you who keep fucking asking me, you're an old now. No, bitch. If I wanted to be an alcoholic, trust me, I would be a fucking alcoholic. I would commit. How many bottles are in there? Like goddamn thirty something. None of them are drank though. Right. It's none of them are empty. <laughs> none of them are empty. Right. It's it's all. If open. if he wanted to, all thirty bottles he could have finished in a night. I don't know. I probably uh, died from that. Life. I was like, <laughs> I died from that. He sacrificed something. But 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 here's my point. I got. I've learned from my past and from my history and everything like that. That I can have a liquor cabinet full of booze, have fucking, dude, this beer right here, this Michelob Ultra infusion, whatever. Jake, I mean, not Jake, my bad. Fabian bought, what, two weeks ago? A week ago? Yeah, something like that. Something like that, and left it here. I haven't touched it since he came back and we popped it open. Like, I will buy alcohol days in advance for a podcast and not touch it. Yep. Shit, I got the same way. I got yeah. plenty of liquor in my yeah. house. And, and yeah, me, I've yeah, got, especially yeah, I've me and Fabian. I've got like six. Me and Fabian in high school were raging alcoholics. <laughs> That's an understatement. We were fucking raging alcoholics. <laughs> not yeah. me like, not even. I'm gonna get off of work and go home and drink. I mean, like, I barely clocked out. And I'm in the back. Yeah, running right back to the fucking. <laughs> I'm in restaurant. the back parking lot getting fucked up. Get fucking wasted. Chris at high school, we'll drink yeah, yeah, but like you know, it, it's 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 growing and learning your balance in life. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, if I had this fucking alcohol ten years ago, oh my god, no! no. It was, it was, Shit! Yeah, I would have died. I, I would have died. I'm not gonna. I'll lie. fucking I drink till I'm hungry, and once I'm hungry, I'm done drinking. I would I would have <laughs> fucking died if I had alcohol back then. You ain't lying, bro. Yeah, you know, yeah, it, it was just passing around fucking forties and. We don't in the 2020s. Yeah, you know, I mean, if we could get somebody to go buy a bottle for us, yeah, you know, we were cool. But we don't promote underage drinking. But no, I'm just saying. But you know, we we've had our experiences with it, and we have definitely done a lot of stupid shit while being drunk. <laughs> but yet, you know, now we can be functioning members of society. We can be better in ourselves and help bettering future generations because we've learned from our fucking mistakes. You know, I'm not saying this was the exact path of. Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, or any of them, they might have done some good, some bad, some good, some bad, some good, some good, some good, some terrible shit, you know, and just everybody's fucking life is different. 
What I'm saying though, so the main part of this is that they are trying to, I'm not sure if you want to say it's the left, if it's corporate or whatever it is, they're erasing history. And the saying is, if it's, you, it's not, the fool who doesn't learn from history is doomed to repeat it. It's not necessarily even erasing history, man. It's Alter. being it's being selective with what but you want they've to. They've done that for years. Yeah, it's well, it's being selective. It's just being more extreme now. And yeah. yeah, it's being it's being selective. The thing is, if if you're going to present history as it is, present the good and the bad. Okay. Um, isn't it history is recorded by the winners? Um, yeah, that's the history is written by the victory. History is written by the winner, by the victory. Yeah. And it's usually it's usually swayed towards the victors. Yeah. Well, this time they're swaying it in the wrong direction to make the those that help create the history to sway them, make them look terrible. Yeah. Well, my thing is like you doing that does accomplishes what exactly? Because the simple fact, in fact, it matters. Yeah. People have been dead for. How many fucking years? Couple, I mean, you know, a couple, couple, a couple years. years. You know, like I think they may, maybe might have died last year or so. You know, <laughs> you know. maybe that Rona got to them. I yeah, they, but Rona might have got him right. Yeah, but that bitch Rona. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the thing is, and I will not to not to not to minimize what happened here in the United States, people being enslaved. But the thing is, I will say this: there, there hasn't, I don't think, been a history or a race of people that haven't been enslaved to somebody. You know what I'm saying? Or enslaved, enslaved, raped, pillaged, murdered, you know. If you look at, at, you know what's crazy is that, you know, the Mexican people, you know, before, before all all of, all of what, you know, what is Mexico now, it was just Native Americans who were enslaved by the Spaniards. That's why Mexicans exist because it's a mixture of Spaniard blood mm-hmm. with Native American blood. Yep. I tell my Spanish friends that all the time. Some of them. And pe- and, and, yeah, and a lot, a lot of them like, don't understand dude. that. Yeah, you know what? We're Mexican, but you know what? We're actually Native American, bro. We have Spaniard blood in us because the Spaniards came over to that part of the world and said, hey, we're going to fucking domesticate and make this a part of Spain. And the thing is, people also have a big misconception that. Cinco de Mayo is, you know, Mexican Independence Day. It's not. Mexican Independence Day, I think, is sometime in September. Yeah. The actual Independence Day is not Cinco de Mayo. And a lot of people, a lot of Mexicans have that big misconception. Mm-hmm. You know, if you nice. have, if you're Mexican in any, in any capacity, you have Native American blood, whatever the, whatever tribe you belong to that, that was in Mexico at that time, or what was, was in Mexico, tribes. Yeah, multiple tribes. Great grandma. And you, yeah, you have... You have fucking you have that blood. You have Spaniard blood. There's there's a fucking word for it. I can't remember. Start again. It starts, it starts with the N. September sixteenth. So, so yeah, September sixteenth is. See, I knew it was sometime in September. I remember. You're, you're ballpark. You ballparked it. Yeah. See, I, I mean, I I like to know my. Ballpark. I like to know my history. You know what I'm saying? Not not just about myself, but mm-hmm. I I like to learn the history yeah, of the world. A lot of people forget Mexicans were fucking well. When we you were know? slaves too. We should, We were sold by our own people. Fucking into oh, yeah. slavery. Yeah. Well, no, not even not even just that. Like, okay, you take America's history of slavery, of you know African Americans from Africa. I mean, just Africans from Africa. Who do you fuck think caught the fucking Africans and put them on a boat? The oh, Africans right. were selling the Africans. Yeah, and people. A lot of things that people don't talk about. You know, dude, all this fucking land that is in the United States belongs to Native Americans, and they were driven into the reservations they have now, which is not even a fucking quarter of what oh, that yes. land that they should have they're like okay here here's a tiny sliver we'll give it, it to your people and the rest of it belongs to us 
it was a it was like ten percent of what they were actually originally agreed upon. Yeah, you know, it, and it's, then some of some of it was actually stolen again. Yeah, back in the nineteen hundreds, they stole mm-hmm. another section of it back in the nineteen hundreds. I don't remember what section it was, uh, but there's a whole lot of property that was. So needless to say, we are a lot more diverse than Mexican tacos. Yeah, a lot more diverse than some breakfast tacos. That's why. So the the eggs are one thing. The your your choice of meat and your cheese. Shit, bitch! I get two eggs in my shit originally. Let me get some cheese. Let me get some onion, some cilantro. Come on. So you gotta add your toppings. Yeah, you're there's your taco. Now I want food now, damn it. Just so you know, we didn't do it on purpose, but it worked out. I I think. Yeah. (laughs) We gotta bring it full circle. Oh wait, wait. as uh, what? What's her name? Uh, The the former uh, press secretary. What's her name? Jin Saki. Jin Saki. She used to say we had to circle back to the breakfast tacos. (laughs) (laughs) Right. You know. But again, the, the point being is, you know, the. American culture now is to concentrate on the bad, but you know I, I'm not saying that you shouldn't know your history, good and bad, but just don't just don't concentrate on just the bad, because good shit happened for you to be here to be able to fucking sit here and talk shit about that. This country exists well, the way well, it does well, because good and bad shit well, happened. Well, like accept it. Well, like you can't change history. Well, like before we started, educate yourself and move on. Well, like before we started, like. John and I and Jake were talking about all the shit that goes on in China and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Like, of everything that you're not allowed to fucking do that we here in America really take for fucking granted. A lot. If you don't... If you don't understand... Yeah, like, dude, this fucking podcast would not fucking exist in China. You know what's crazy is that there was a streamer. Because, you know, of course I stream. You know what I'm saying? Shameless plug. Wait, you stream? Hey, fuck you, bitch. Okay. (laughs) Alright, <laughs> you know, I, I actually I, know that. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't streamed in some time. It's probably been close to a month, but regardless, there was this Chinese. There was this China. There's this Chinese. China. 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 He wants from China. That's what it is. Yeah, he wants from China. So, so to you, the Chinese people are Shiner. They are Shiner. I will drink I will drink them all. Well, when they eat chicken, are they Shiner pots? Yeah. <laughs> I just couldn't help so, so there was this Chinese streamer everywhere. There was this Chinese streamer. He was okay. I can't. I can't remember the game that he was streaming, but he went and taped his mouth and then held the sign talking about the slave camps that are in China. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wound up getting snatched up. His channel was deleted the next day. Mm-hmm. Never seen or heard from again. Surprised they waited that long because they they are on that shit like like it, 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 it was quick. You know what I'm saying like. He couldn't even say something about the shit that was going on in his own country. Whereas I could go into my fucking my 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 streaming platform right now and be like, "Hey, you know what? Fuck the United States. Fuck this. Fuck that." And nothing would happen. Oh, there's all these problems in the United States. Nothing would happen, unless I made some, of course, some kind of like terroristic threat. Yeah. There's a possibility. Well, in you know, my opinion, I only got about like six hundred viewers. I don't know who. That's you actually know. not that bad. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I know a lot of people only have like twenty. Yeah, I'm at like five. I think like five seventy-three right now. So, you know, I don't. I I can say a bunch of shit that you can't say in countries like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's crazy. Again, you know, I looked at the the history of Japan. Japan has a pretty crazy fucked up history. They were taken over by the English. Very very fucked up history. And they were just giving shit, back. Not just the shit, not not just that, but the, the shit that they were trying to do to Korea, oh, yeah. to China, the shit they were doing to their own people during the Warring States. Fucking one of the founding, one of the founding, uh, I guess you guess you would call him a founding member of Japan, 
Oru, uh, Ora Nobunaga, he was probably the worst of them all. But he was the he was the one man who came the closest at that point in time to unifying Japan. But he he went out he slaughtered men, women, children mm-hmm. from the Buddhist temple because the Buddhist temple at that time was so political and politically influencing that they were a threat to him. So what did he do? He went to these Buddhist temples and killed the monks, killed mm-hmm. women, children, men. If you were you know with that Buddhist temple, he killed you. Mm-hmm. And not just like just slaughter. He would get these people, line them up, and behead them. You know what I'm saying? And that ultimately led to his downfall because, you know, there were people who didn't agree with it. Um, but, you know what I'm saying? Like, you look at shit like that. If you look at history as a whole, United States is not an outlier. There there are other countries that have had just as bad shit happen, if not maybe a little worse. But the United States is the only place where you can throw a fit about it. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? In other parts of the world, you just have to accept history for what it is. It's history. Learn it, understand it, and then continue on and move forward so that way you have a better understanding of what has happened and so that way it doesn't try to repeat itself. So it's, it, it circles back to what Nathan was saying. Don't stop talking about the good because the good did happen. Just because the bad happened doesn't minimize the fact that good has happened and good has come from the fa- has come from these people who have helped establish our country well, and the well, freedoms that we have. Well, so like to, to, to take like slavery, right? If you look at like America's history of slavery, right? From the very beginning to whenever it got abolished, right? Didn't we have this conversation? Kind of, yeah. Um, slavery, in, in comparison to the rest of the world, didn't last in America for very long. Yeah, it really wasn't all that long if you look it, at other, it, it, other yeah, places uh, in Other history. countries, yeah, it lasted for fucking centuries. You know, they're putting, they have bills on dockets right now trying to bring back a lot of that bullshit. They're trying to, they're trying to force that shit to happen. Because of the, um... The Roe versus Wade. Mm-hmm. They're they're trying to say, well, these other things were bad decisions too. We need to take those out way too. Like, it's some fucking crazy shit. I don't even remember any of them, but I remember reading about them. Like, mm-hmm. there's some crazy shit that they're trying to push out there right now because of the Roe versus Wade. It's ridiculous. Um, well, we're not talking about. We're not. We're not going to get the Roe versus Wade. The Armenian people. There was. Millions of people slaughtered in Armenia, yeah. and nobody talks about it. Nobody even knows about it. Um, this is the first I'm hearing of it. Yeah, I was I was back in the '70s, but in the '70s there was millions of people slaughtered by their own people, um, and search tanking, search system of it down. That's one of the things that they try to always promote is that hey, this happened in our country not that long ago. Yeah. And there's still shit like that happens daily on, on the fucking daily. It's oh, fucking ridiculous. Oh, well, like, slavery still exists my in Africa. If you go to, like, certain parts of Africa today, slavery still exists. Oh, yeah. In certain parts the of China. The diamond mines and fucking gold mines down yeah. there? Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. slavery still exists. It's the still blood diamonds. That's what was it. Uh, but you know what's crazy is that there's so cheaper. many Democrats that are aligned with China, they don't talk about that shit. Oh, no. And they won't talk about it, and they won't even bring it up. No. Well, that's because it's it's making them look bad, so they don't want to... Right, so it's bad. like, hey, you know, my hands are up. There's yeah. nothing I can do. Speaking of Democrats, I want to speak about my favorite fucking Democrat to make fun of. Uh, <laughs> AOC. Oh, Jesus. There is a video going around of uh, this reporter. He's he's a reporter and a comedian, which I think is a great fucking combo. I don't know if I can take anything he said seriously, then. 
so is that a joke? So he, he uh, <laughs> are you JKing me? <laughs> so he, he's trying to like get AOC to respond, right? And he's saying, "Oh my, uh, my favorite big booty Latina or some shit like that." Like he's like calling her out, like, and uh, she like doesn't really respond. And like I guess she does like an interview afterwards, like, "Hey, how did you handle that? How did you get handled being called this stuff like that?" And dude, he was like explicit. He was like, "That dress look good on you, baby. It's curving." Like he, <laughs> you could tell he was joking, but it was funny. It was hilarious. And uh, she goes on and to say that she was like, uh, "If it wasn't for someone, so I was about to go there and fucking deck his ass." And I'm like, and she's like, and everybody, I'm like, but weren't you the one promoting peaceful protesting against Justice Kavanaugh? Even though he had a fucking attempted murder outside of his house, I, I just want to say one thing. There's question. So AOC, she's she is Latin. She, she's Latin. What is what is she? I think she, I can't remember. She's from Brooklyn. Look her oh, up. So she's probably like Puerto Rican or Dominican or something Cuban like or something. Okay. All right. I want to say this. Probably third generation. I, 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 yeah. Right. All right. So yeah, I want to. I want to say this. I want to say this as a person who is not Latinx but Chicano. <laughs> we do I don't claim any 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 fucking, any, any fucking his, any Hispanic person or South American person, whatever, any person of sound fucking mind. We do not claim you. You're a fucking psychopath, and you can suck my whole half inch cock. Okay, that's for you, AOC. Include the halls because it's yeah, because that's that's part of the half inch. We, 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 we might have to let you re say that so I can record it and like put it online and then, like tag her in it. <laughs> <laughs> no experience coming. She'd be like, You want that big second cat? No, it's just, just say it. Just say it. Fuck her. It's just demeaning. No, it's demeaning. Okay, <laughs> it wants to look bad. Puerto Rican, Puerto Rican, it's Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. Of course, yeah, of course, that's why she thinks she's better than everybody. I'm not gonna go into this. Isn't Puerto Rico uh, a no? Hold on, no. I'm gonna say this flat the fuck out. I ain't gonna fuck who gets offended, okay? Puerto Puerto Ricans think they're fucking better than Mexicans, and that shit pisses me off. Dominicans are cool. Cubans higher up. Yeah, they think they're better than everybody. Flat the fuck out. Goddamn, fucking Puerto Ricans think they're better than fucking Mexicans. Because fuck you, suck my fucking Mexican cock, motherfucker. They're considered part of America. They're not even considered a state, though. Yeah, they're like a territory. Yeah, you're a fucking territory, bitch. You're not even a state. Suck, suck, fuck, dick. That's why. No, I get the fuck, fuck, territory status. Suck, fuck, dick. Suck, fuck, dick. Motherfucker, suck, fuck, dick, bitch. Suck, fuck, dick, motherfucker. You know, you know, my dick's small when you can lick my butthole at the same time. You're getting dick, balls, tape, and ass in one go. <laughs> All the same. But time. okay, so, but okay, so back to my point, guys. My point is that she was encouraging violence whenever she was also like a week ago trying, or a week or two weeks ago, trying to encourage peaceful protesting when people were going fucking nuts outside of a steakhouse when Supreme Court Justice Kavanaugh was trying to have a steak dinner with his family. Oh, I would have fucked him over too. <laughs> But you gotta remember, like their their idea of peaceful protest is let's burn down the city. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a peaceful but fire. We were peaceful. We didn't kill anybody. Y'all. We just caused millions of dollars worth of damage. Did die, but it was a. S- it was okay. completely unrelated. <laughs> I can't say he. They were already dead. <laughs> it was like this when I got here. <laughs> we were just trying to cremate the body. Okay. We were trying to help you out. What the fuck are you getting mad at us for? With all the buildings in the area, it's all his. Now. It's all theirs now. Right. We were giving him a Viking funeral. 
No they water. Out the boat in the right, water. no water in or boat, but the water. there was fire. But, okay, so but my whole thing is, how can you be such a fucking hypocrite, though? I'm not saying Justice Kavanaugh is a great fucking person. No. You be defended for everything. Because the but, Democrats are that way. They, but, they, they but, do what, what suits them. Well, most Democrats are born with money. True. That most of them didn't have, didn't ever have to struggle for much. So they they are the kind of people that are like, well, why are you killing cows when there's meat in the stores? <laughs> <laughs> that is literal quotes from a lot of the Democratic. Not one Dude, person, I, I think I remember hearing about that. <laughs> multiple multiple sources have said shit like that. They're like, why would you kill a cow when there's meat in the store? You can go and buy meat from the store. Uh, have you seen those those like TikToks where they're like um, they're betting flowers on the steaks? And there's that dude. Okay, so so I'm not sure have y'all seen this meme or not, but there's a there's a packaging of like like steak dinner that has the name on it, right? And then I love the captain beneath it. He's like, I'm gonna try to find my name like the Coca-Cola bottles. Well, there's another one. It says. That there's a company that puts the names of the cows on yeah. the side of the milk, and this lady is like, you notice they're all female names. One of the guys is like, I think it'd be terrible to drink milk from a male cow. No, 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 she would be okay. With it. Oh they shit! Be okay with Why it. is this fucking milk so thick? It's <laughs> <laughs> so rich <laughs> and flavorful. Why is it so salty? <laughs> Why does this milk taste like pineapples? <laughs> I feel like I've tasted this before. Blue Mountain Oysters, I think. <laughs> what kind of Wagyu beef is this shit? <laughs> it's boneless. <laughs> Sours. It's really thick going in the cereal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, children, eat up. There's some sugar right there. You'll be okay. Real fruit loops. <laughs> you pour it down the disposal, it's all... Like, <laughs> 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 it clogged it up third time this week. How much sugar on this household? <laughs> Can't keep doing this to the garbage disposal. <laughs> yeah. There's lots of those off-the-wall people who are just... They're, they're like book smarts, but they are socially retarded. Yeah. yeah. You know, so stupid. So it's like, you know, Bree has has these friends of hers. You know, I'm not going to name them, but, you know. The, the way he says her friends. No, because that's what they are. They're her friends. You know, these are people she came up with in high school. And it's, it's, one of her, it's, one of her, it's one of her gay friends and, and his husband. They, they, they got mad at me because I said some shit in my house. You know, I was talking to one of my boys. My boy, Sampy. He's black. So I refer to him as, you know, my, you know, that's my, that's my, you know, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. I know you say it on this podcast all the time. All right, look, hey, all right, all right, you know, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I call, what I call Sammy, that's my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Because he's my nigga. I'm his nigga. So what we do, we, hey, we some niggas. That's what we, that's what it is. All right. So they got mad because I called my boy. I was, it was my birthday. I was like, hey, Sammy, what's up, my nigga? Was good. You know, your birthday was yesterday. Happy birthday, nigga. You know, hey, it's my birthday. Happy birthday, nigga. I miss you. I miss you. I ain't seen you since Marine Corps. I want to. Right I want to touch your. I want to touch your wiener, bro. Come on. Yeah, I love yeah, Vegas. Yeah, that's some lust right there, but. Uh, well, okay. It's still love. Right. Well, it, right. Yeah, There's some love behind the lust. All right. Anyways, his wife doesn't have to know. Either way, you know. So they got mad and they left the party. And since then, you know, they told Brie, "Oh, but we don't want to associate with him because he's racist. He's not allowed to say that." Well, first off, first off, don't know the first off, you motherfuckers, y'all, y'all know nothing about me. Okay, and specifically her one friend, nigga, you grew up with a motherfucking silver spoon in your motherfucking mouth. Mm -hmm. You're white? How the fuck are you going to sit here and tell me I can't and can't say something when I grew up the way I grew up? Fuck you, hoe-ass bitch. 
fight me, nigga. Fight me. They don't so, do so, that. So, they dance fight. So, wait, 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 wait. Okay, so, uh, I can't remember who was the artist. Please tell me. There, there, there was a rapper back in, like, about the 90s. And they, they were interviewing. I can't remember. It's probably Tupac. No, it wasn't Tupac. Eight. Uh, he, he, he did a lot of shit in the 90s. But, 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 but they asked him. That's the reason why he got shot, yeah. But they asked him, like, hey, how do you feel about, you know, a white guy coming? And it was, of course, it was a black rapper. They asked him, how do you feel about, you know, one guy coming up and calling you a nigga? And he was like, if they call me, like, you know, hey, what's up, my nigga? You know, having a good time, start that, then I'm fine with it. But if they say, like, with the hard R, then it's disrespectful. You know what yeah, I mean? this is a whole different thing. That's like, actually, a, that wasn't back in the 90s. It was, that was an interview about a year ago. It was, was uh, it? No, one I, of the mumble rap guys. Yeah, they were talking to him, and he was well, actually... Well, like, it, it, I swear it was one of the older That's older a rappers. lot. That's, that could have been anybody. There's a lot of mumble There's rappers. A lot, guys, There's a, a lot, lot. lot of mumble rappers. That's why I don't remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> he mumbled it. Is it, Lil, it had Lil or Baby or something in it, man. I don't know. Yeah, he, the one with tattoos. He also found out... Um, you know, you can actually, if you have a decent amount of money, you can actually um, loan that to uh, life insurance companies and then take out a loan from your own money and gain interest on it. Like, lots of interest, like 30% interest. What? Fuck. Yeah, he's like, I, as soon as I found that about it, I put all my money into that. And Damn. then I took out a loan against my own money. Like, it's a whole thing. I don't know, but you know what I'm saying. I think it was like Little John or something like that. I think no, I it was a smaller, it was, it was small time rapper. Small. And Eastside Boys. Because <laughs> I was like, I remember it's somebody who looked like Little John. <laughs> but you know, he I mean, my my big that. thing was, you know, like for you to come into my house, say some shit like that, get mad, and then come at me sideways about like motherfucker, you know how you know how I grew up. I grew up poor. I grew up poor. I grew up, you know, I grew up poor. Me shit about yeah, you know, like, like, because you sucking dick. Like you're, like, you're sitting no, there judging look, me, saying I'm a racist when you know nothing my, my, about look, the person. Yeah, like, first off, you white motherfucker, so you ain't got shit to say. All right, first off, and you had silver spoon spin your motherfucking mouth, so I don't want to hear that bullshit. Okay, you don't know shit. What the fuck? When, when have you ever had to struggle in your motherfucking life, bro? Your mom and your dad, because you married this other man, gave you a fucking house and bought you a car, nigga. Dang, I would have made that. Yo, I don't, <laughs> y'all, y'all had this shit handed to you, he nigga. You got a sister? Y'all had this shit. Y'all had this shit handed to you. Y'all had, no, they definitely got a sister, and they had they they were they had enough money to pay for in vitro fucking uh, pregnancy and all this other bullshit. Now they got money, bro. They got money, money. I'm oh, but but you know, but you know what's crazy? Again, you know, I, I can't I can't say nigga because you know, oh, it's racist. Nah, fuck you, bro. Fuck you. You don't know how I came up. I came up poor. I came up in the ghetto. You don't know nothing about me. You know nothing about the people I came up with. These are people that I grew up with. I didn't just I didn't just come up with them. I grew up as a man with these people in the fucking Marine Corps. So if that's my nigga, then that's my nigga. That's that's what it is. You don't like it, you ain't got to like it. You don't like it, then get the fuck out. You know, I, it ain't nothing to me. I don't give a shit. You know what I'm saying? But that's that's the kind of shit that make me fucking mess. You can't say this shit's racist. That's my boy. And he'll tell you like, hey, I w- it freaked Bree out when we call. I call Sam. I'm like, hey, what up, nigga? And he's like, hey, what's good, my nigga? And she's like, that's weird. Don't, I don't like it. I'm like, well, cause it's you know, weird because because the way you, you were talking, you know, that's that's that's, that's 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 you know, you ain't really have that. I mean, even really, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, you know, that's that's you don't really have that. You know, with you know, unless you grew up with people like that day in day out and in the yeah. same neighborhood, you ate when they ate, that you didn't eat when they didn't eat. You know what I mean? Shit yeah, like, like that. y'all, y'all, y'all came through, had your struggles together. You know what I'm saying? And that's 
That's the shit that's crazy. People don't understand. So people trip out when I tell them, they're like, yeah, Lewis is my brother. I'm like, damn, he's dark as fuck. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Say, so, it's my brother. He got shit. a little extra cook whenever he's in there. Yeah, like, right. They left him a little bit longer yeah, than they were supposed so to. I, I, I was like, the twin that came out two minutes early. Yeah. <laughs> they gave him a little bit of extra time. You know? nah, I, I, had more, I had more lemon pepper on me. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. So we, I'm going to get into one more other topic. Uh, this is dealing with the Fourth of July weekend locally here in our great city of Lubbock. Oh, okay. Ooh, okay. Fancy. I want to ask y'all a question. Lubbock? I want to ask y'all a question. How many people you think were arrested the weekend, the Fourth of July, with DWIs? DWI? Yeah. Oh, well, Lovey likes it. Oh, man. Error. Oh, yeah. Give me. So, John's saying five. How many are you saying, Chris? Fourth of July weekend? That's. At least 30. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Okay. Before we continue on, the loser of this, whoever is the furthest away from the actual answer. I already sent my fucking bet. Bastard. Whoever is the furthest away from the actual number for DWIs, just DWIs, there is another. Do you have the answer? Yes, I have the answer. Give her the phone. I'm not gonna. He already knows the he answer. Really he knows it. it doesn't even count. It's really just us four. So it's just y'all four. No. I'm the host, right, bitch. The minority. <laughs> she gets to do the questions from now on. For real. <laughs> you do know. Yeah, she's gonna be over here playing on the computer. She has to. I kind of like guide her on what to do. What the computer well, that's fine. Yeah. But even still, so. you, you don't have to drive home, like, bitch. You can still be like, "Here's your job to do. Look this up for me <laughs> and let me know when we're Scripts. done with this question." Scripts, motherfucker. Okay, all right. <laughs> you got all this time at work. <laughs> but now, <laughs> now, okay, the one who is the furthest, so one person, the one who is the furthest away from the number of arrests with DWIs in Lubbock for the 4th of July weekend We'll have to take another shot with two of the blueberries. I said 35. He said five. So. Okay, so we got 35. Is there five. like a cap? Like how, how high? I'm not The furthest away is the problem. The furthest away is the problem. Afraid. <laughs> so if you say one and there was only like 20, 20 then you know. You're furthest away. Yeah. Or no, just, he's just, furthest away. Yeah. So. <laughs> Alright, so. Alright, you're thinking. I said five. He said 35. No. Yeah. Okay. Fine. All right. So, baby, you got a guess? Twenty-five. Twenty-five. To the middle. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way I can lose. Actually, yes. All right. So this is Lubbock County DWI's Fourth of July weekend arrest. You were arrested for a DWI. <clears throat> so we got five, twenty-five, thirty-five. What do you got, Jake? <laughs> <laughs> I could be a dick and do what you did and go in the middle. You could, because then that would leave it to them. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I like going third. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> the one time you say that number gets worked out. Well, no, I, no I mean, Lovick don't let me down with all these options. When you're not hung like a hamster but a gerbil, you're all right. Hurry up. Spit it out, boy. Come on, boy. Come on. Time's See, I, I feel like it's a lot because we're a college town, but at the same time, I'm pretty sure a lot of people didn't get schools caught. Out well, it's also some, yeah, schools also had a session sometimes. Well, LPD yeah. and DPS were out pretty hot. So. Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah, they were. You'd think so. They were in our backyard. Jesus Christ, I couldn't drive a block without seeing a cop somewhere. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I want to say 40. 40? Okay, so we got 40. 40. 35. 25. says something. All right, okay. Babe, you want to read that number off so they don't think I'm fucking lying? You already lied. <laughs> right there. Fucking hate you. Right. doing this. 
DWIRS. What's that first program? Eight people. Eight. Ah! I was closest. So you're, you're the smartest. Wait, that can't be right. <laughs> That's right. You were closest. I had a feeling because Lubbock's big time with their with their. Only eight officers. people arrested. That's not right. Okay, wait, okay. So, so Jake lost that one, right? Yeah. And okay, so there's a certain amount of people arrested with public intoxication. Pi. Yeah. There's a different number. That's going to be closer to like 35. There's a different number. I'll be third this time. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You already gave your answer. I'm out of this one. Since Jake lost that first round, this is the last round we're going to do, and it's between y'all three. How many people do you think were arrested? Since I went first, you went third. So, yeah. All right, fine. I'll go first. All right. I will say 20. 20. Okay. Chris. Four. Damn! <laughs> yeah, I'm playing it safe this time. I'm going between 10. <laughs> 10? He's in the middle. Okay. You want to read off that? The last I'm better going to be right there. 11. <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> so who's the furthest? Me. <laughs> 20. This is both of us. God damn it. This is the second time I was close. I was so fucking close. Okay. 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 So, so, there there is this report of, this is quote, this is the paragraph, right? I'm going to read this from the everything11.com website, okay? In one case, an officer asked a woman to rate herself on a scale of 0 to 10 on her level of intoxication. One. 0 being completely sober and 10 being most intoxicated she's, she's ever like been. She answered, that's 42. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Man, I'm all playing. It's not way off that scale. You ever seen that infinity sign? Before you look at this, two of them, ask her to look it up. How many people got injured? And went to the hospital from fireworks. And love it County? Yes. Okay, look that one up, baby. If, if it is not that okay, between okay, y'all. Okay, okay, when she's asking that, all right. No, because I'm already drinking. That's between them two. No, he's got. He's doing oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, you too. Oh, yeah, I'll do it then. Okay. All right, injuries, I'm going to say three. I would say closer to like ten. Ten. All right, Chris, what do you got? You're third. How many? What? You said three. I said ten. How, how many people do you think uh, were that injured from fireworks? at the hospital? If, if she even finds the statistics. Yeah. I'm sure it's there somewhere. It's you just got to find it. How many mm. people were like hospitalized? Were like, how were the hospital injuries. from fireworks? Damn. In Lubbock County. If it's even in the statistics. Hopefully. Seven? Okay, so you're saying seven, ten, three. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm hoping it's like one. safe. Watch it be like 30. <laughs> 3,000 people? God damn. <laughs> it's like, man, we were so ramped fucked up. <laughs> it's Lovick. What do you expect? I don't know, right? that, that's why I said what I did. Because I assumed a lot more people. You know, it's funny. Well, I think it, because with July landed on a Monday this year, I think it feels like on a Saturday or a Friday It's a weekend, night, though. It, it would have yeah, true. It's the whole weekend, not just the first. Yeah, but some people started work Monday. Like, he had work. It still included the weekend. Still included Friday night, Saturday, mm-hmm. Sunday, and Monday, since and there's a fourth day. So it's a three day weekend. Okay. It doesn't say numbers, it says percentage. Bitch. Okay, what's the percent? Oh, okay. okay let's we can right, do that now. Percentage, percentage of, of people went to the hospital? Yeah. Okay, uh, okay. Uh, we got. I'm going with 15. 15%. I would, I would say closer to like 30% of people were injured from fireworks. That went to the hospital, went to the ER. All right, Chris. 
percentage? Percentage wise. Ten. Ten. <laughs> it's all played the same. What's the percentage? Can I say it? Yeah. Seventy. Ah, uh, I was closest. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're the furthest away. <laughs> Man, fuck this. Man, fuck this shit. <laughs> so, all right, we, guys, didn't get, so. we didn't get actual numbers. It was just percentage. So, it was close. So, Jake, Fabian, and Chris both have to do an extra shrink. Blueberry moonshine. Okay, wait, wait. I'll be nice. You get to pick blueberry or cherry moonshine, but you have to Oof. have one of the berries. The cherry's probably here. Oh, yeah, I can't do that. Cherry, cherry yeah. Berries. Oh, God. Is it Dr. Pepper? Dude, that Dr. Pepper. I'm bringing a 12 pack next weekend of Cokes. You know how this goes, motherfucker. I'll tell you right now, Dr. Pepper was actually not that bad with that cherry. Yeah, cherry Dr. Pepper, man. I'm just saying. Okay, so before the end of this. Blueberry wasn't good with it. The moonshine for us, please. The shine. Wait, what? Right. Wait, wait. Go ahead and uh, shine. We'll, we'll go ahead and end the se- this segment, guys. We'll come back for our last segment, and then we'll wrap it up, guys. I thought we were. Yeah.